Hey gang, Hydroberg here. Tonight we welcome returning guest Anna of the Cinema Slab podcast. She's here to bring us batteries for the remote control so we can check out the new VHS film from Shudder. We are taking it back to 85 on episode 128 of A Cut Above Horror Review, starting now. And welcome to A Cut Above Horror Review, a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and tonight we'll be discussing VHS 85, confusingly, from 2023. (laughs) But let's meet everybody else on the show. First up, welcome back to special guest, Anna. What's up, Anna? Hello. Thank you guys for having me back. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's nice to have you back so soon. You were just with us during our George Romero month. Yes, which was a lot of fun to be on for Dawn of the Dead and also to listen to for the whole month. That was such a fun month. (laughs) Oh, thank thank you. you. I love Romero and I love zombies, as aforementioned. But yeah, it was great. Thank you guys for having me on again. Yeah, thanks. It's a fun surprise. Next up, we got John. What's going on, John? Well, hello, Jacqueline. Hello, Heidelberg and Anna. A very warm welcome to you back. Uh, I would highly recommend you go check out Anna's uh, podcast called Cinema Slab. Uh, this most recent episode that you released, the thing, top notch, five Thank star, you, five star rating on this. Oh, it's five stars now. Yeah, five star. He went back and changed it. <laughs> I did. Mm. I told. I totally did change it. You gave him the peer pressure. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Hydeberg. <laughs> Thank you, John. I appreciate the love. You bet. You bet. And last but not least, we got Hydeberg. How you doing, Hydeberg? What's going on, guys? John, Jacqueline, what's going on? Anna, thank you for coming on. Yes, yes, Last yes. Thank minute. you for inviting. Yeah, and uh, John's right about that thing episode. That's a good episode. It's a, that's a tough movie to, to like tackle. So, yeah, uh, yeah. It, but mm-hmm. it's been covered, and but still, it's like it's great to hear somebody that really enjoys it talk about it. I'm yeah. still waiting to hear one day when someone like really shits on it. But oh, I know, I man, that'll be the day, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if someone's doing it, they're just trying to be ironic or something. I don't know. Yeah, just trying yeah. to be an edge lord. Yeah, like oh, that movie's overrated. <laughs> oh, shut up! Uh, I was, no, I wasn't what? referring to you, John. No, I wasn't referring to you. Okay, I, I was just to making. You. I again, I love the movie. I love John Carpenter, but I mean, it was just. You guys are right. It's it's a classic. I should give it its love. So I. Just oh, you don't really me. like the thing, as well as the. I shining? no, I do <laughs> like the thing. I really do, but but I love it. I just hope we don't do the shining. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Next I month, lost. I'm picking the thing and the shining. <laughs> nice. It's going to be called John Beatdown Month. Jacqueline <laughs> takes over and beats John's ass month. <laughs> Doesn't quite roll off the tongue like Browvember. But... Nah, it's, we're going to have to come up with a better name for it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get Jacqueline lays the smack it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. That is there it. Bingo. No notes. Uh, yeah, Hydroberg, I've got this issue of Rumor Magazine from like. I don't know, almost 15 years ago, because every Halloween they do a double issue Mm. on some kind of special topic. And like probably 15 years ago, they did an issue focusing on the thing. And um, I think at that time, I might not have seen it yet. But I mean, there was just pages and pages 
talking about the thing and how great it was and analyzing it and the context behind its release and its kind of box office disappointment and yeah. how it's been revived since then. It was a really great article. I'll have to see if I can like find you a back issue of that. That's cool. That's um, cool. Of that magazine and send it to you because it's just like a nice and that's like great cover art on the on the magazine cover. Um, just a really good kind of tribute to that movie. Not like nobody else has done it before, but that one just no, stands out no, in my mind. Cool. It was like a really memorable issue. Oh, nice. Especially all of that, you know, in print stories. to read about it. Yeah. yeah. I like magazines. I used to really be in the magazines back in the day. Yeah. I've always been a Rue Morgue girl over a Fangoria <laughs> girl. It's just like the Rue Morgue writers always kind of strike me as a little bit more literary. So I've mm. got I've got every issue back to like April 2007. Nerd alert, oh, wow. as you would say. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, nerd alert. <laughs> but yeah. I'll tell you what kind of magazines I have, Heidi. Mm. <laughs> right, right. You have all your all your back issues of Jugs dating back to 1985. I was never a Jugs guy. <laughs> I was never. I, I was never into that <laughs> hardcore stuff. I like. I would collect. Um, <laughs> I guess peek behind the curtain. Um, celebrities that were in Playboy magazine. Like mm-hmm. I, I have like Farrah Fawcett ones. Oh, nice. R.I.P. I, I have both of hers. Whoa. Um, yeah. yeah. It was, there was just a later like, one when she appeared when she was a little older, right? Yeah. Smoking hot when she appeared later on. I believe that she's that she actually did it twice when she got up there in age. She might have. I remember one issue when I was younger. I was like, damn, Farrah Fawcett's still doing it. <laughs> what a gorgeous woman. Still smoking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, she's not now. She's dead, but. Well, you know, for a while, but she was way to bring down the mood, Jacqueline. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, well, it's a horror podcast. Come on, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> well, John, yeah, that's interesting. Yep. I didn't know that about you, John. That you've got some like those classic. That's type. pretty cool, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a cool yeah. thing to collect. If I ever honestly. come to your house, we're gonna look at those. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> That will not They're be worth some at money all. too. They are worth some money now. I want to oh, look sure. at the no. I want to look at the articles. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Obviously, might have to peel apart the pages. But uh, <laughs> sorry, it happens. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're all adults here. Come on, Anna. How are things over at Cinema Slab? <laughs> oh, things are going really well. Uh, we just finished reviewing The Nightmare Before Christmas. I was working on editing that earlier, and we had Logan from Ghoulish University come on, and she was really fun for the episode. So, yeah, we're having a month of frigid flicks where all the movies we review take place in cold places, and this was Hunter's opening to do his full review of The Thing, and my opening to review The Shining miniseries, which is my, like, so close to my heart and i can't wait to review it we're we're gonna take a week off and we're gonna hit it back next week and start then but yeah i'm really excited to finally review it wow i i am really excited to listen to that episode um thank you i really want to hear your thoughts on the shining mini series i feel like not enough people dedicate episodes to that i agree so, i totally thought you were just gonna say the shining is, I, is that I, the one I, is that the one with stephen weber i'm sorry yes yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Speaking it's him. Through. And uh, Mick Garris directed it. Rebecca DeMornay is Wendy. And uh, yeah, I thought I might mislead a few people with my post on Instagram. I was like, they're going to know that's the Overlook, but they're not going to know which Overlook it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I've re-listened to the audiobook. I'm going to go back and rewatch The Shining movie as much as I don't want to. But just to uh, I'm going to it's mostly going to be a comparison. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Wow. Are you going to talk about that on the episode on the miniseries? 
Oh yeah, it's gonna be poo poo on the shining. No, it, it's gonna be. <laughs> most, I feel like it's gonna be mostly a comparison because the shining movie is just so far from what the book is. And I don't know if you guys have read the book, but it is such a beautiful novel. And the way it's portrayed in the movie is just it's not what the story is. And I feel like Kubrick really robbed king of the magic of that story and a story that was really personal to him when he wrote it by kind of doing what he did i mean i'll give him you know respect as a director i know kubrick's one of the iconic names in cinema and he has made some good films but i just i don't know the shining's not one of them in my opinion have you ever wow. seen 2001 exactly. put Odyssey. your eyes back in your head please mm, yeah i'm not judging i'm what just like surprised movie. i'm just surprised. <sighs> i know it shocks Whoa. a lot of people <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, Anna. I, I'm like, I definitely like it, it's um, Nicole actually posted about it to her story after I posted I was watching it because she's one of the few that's seen it and loves it like I do. I know she does love the movie, too, um, whereas I don't. But uh, she was like, you know, you can't find this streaming anywhere. And it's not. It's not streaming anywhere. If you go on Amazon, you can find DVDs, but there's never been a like Blu-ray. A bundle. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, there's never I, I had been to buy it in a bundle. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it was like combined with I want to say like it and Salem's Lot or something like that. It's it's like a mm. it's one of those like cheap packages with like a bunch of movies on it. Yeah. Those yep. were fun finds, though. Yeah. You dig through them in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. That's like a it's gas station find right there. Yeah. You got the gas I station. Remember... They got the little spindly rack. Yeah. I remember when that first came out um, in the 90s. And I had just gotten into my King obsession, like for just a couple of years earlier. And so it was mm -hmm. like great timing. And I remember watching that on like, I don't know, CBS maybe. I don't know. But I remember watching it on the, when it aired. Yeah, I did too. Because my mom loved Stephen King and, and horror. So even though I was still scared at the time, I loved watching it with her. And I feel like the reason I, I'm so partial to this Shining is because this is the first Shining I saw. I didn't see the Shining uh, movie till I was in like my early 20s. And yeah. I would, I think I read the book in high school and then, you know, start, started getting into movies in my early 20s. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I should finally watch this. You know, I'd seen all the imagery. I knew. I'm like, oh, it's going to be the same as the miniseries. No, <laughs> wrong. Doesn't <laughs> he use like, like a cricket mallet or some shit at one point? Croquet, yeah. Croquet, yeah, croquet that's what it is. Yeah, Denver yeah. croquet. Yeah. Bigger mallets. Yeah. That that to me explains a lot. The fact that I that you saw that first, I think that yeah. makes a huge difference. This is so interesting. I am dying to hear that. When when is that going to come out? That episode? we're going to record it next week, so I'd say uh -huh. next weekend sometime it'll come okay. out. All right, cool. I thought of your guys's podcast that you two can do together. It's called Booked on Film. Ooh, oh, that would be fun. That's a, that has a nice ring to it. Actually, we'd have to get Nicole on. Actually, I've been workshopping something. Well, speaking of Nicole, I've been workshopping something with Anna. He mentioned something to me the other night, and I was like, "I'm down if they are." I was like, "Wouldn't it be awesome if like the late, like some of the ladies of like the podcast that like, got on?" You know what I mean? And I was like, "A couple," you know what I mean? I was like, "Anna, maybe Jacqueline, throw some Logan in there and get Nicole on." And I what, for call just you guys Hydra's podcast? Angels, you know, like a Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Hydra's Angels. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Way to make it male-centered hydroberg no i just i'm I, giving you guys a platform to you're speak. giving us yeah oh bestower of I'm platforms no but <laughs> i did joke like, around like it was a joke I was like, obviously oh, yeah. he's not woke yet no but like, I, like I, a I once like in a month thing film. like a meeting that, that would be a dope show i would listen to it 
Yeah, one's Finger. enough. Yeah. Anya. Yeah. Well, oh, you can have yeah, a rotating man. cast, whatever, like whatever you yeah. want to do with it. It's your show. But I just thought it was cool idea. That mm -hmm. would be fun. We'll put I'm that one in the breast pocket. The, uh, put it up yeah. There. Yeah, and the idea being for later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Put it in the back. I would love that. I would, that I would really love mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I'm I'm kicking myself though at not not starting up my book talks yet though. For two years now, I've been like, I need to do book talks, and every time I finish a book, I'm like, I want to talk about that. Just but I jump on like, Zoom and record it, and I'll do the rest. Can I like email you a file and you can convert it? Yeah, you it, can is do that. Is that how it works? Yeah, I don't you know can how do it works. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Okay, all right. This book sucks. End of end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Four second podcast. There you go. It stinks. <laughs> I'd probably get a lot of downloads though. <laughs> Four seconds. All right. Um, you guys ready to talk some like uh horror news? Sure. Yes. I'm gonna blow through I'm gonna blow through these real quick because I know we have a guest on and we should I... get into the review. Uh the fifth and final season of Stranger Things is gonna begin filming next month. So excited. So excited. Huh. I love it. It's gonna the kids are in college now, right? When they when they go back to take down the No, they're married. Country. They're married. They have kids. Um, They're attending yeah. university in the Upside Down now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Upside Down University. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Professor Demigorgon. Um, <laughs> I believe I handed in my assignment already. <laughs> and then there's going to be a spinoff of, uh, of that where it's like a Harry Potter type thing, right? Mm. You are Slytherin. Spinoff. Yeah, me either. Uh, Good Godzilla minus one is considered the highest grossing Japanese film in the U.S. Made seventeen million dollars its first weekend out. Yeah, uh, wo worldwide forty two point three five million dollars. That's yeah, awesome, good. dude. I am dying to see that. It's good if you can see I, it in the theater. I still recommend it. I feel like oh. I feel like I need to get out of the house. I feel like uh, somebody owes me some babysitting would, time. I, think and I need to get out the house. Would Joey see it with you? It's cinema. Mm, it's that not might be a tough sell. Cinema. It's Godzilla. That might be a tough sell. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Okay. I, I've heard nothing but good it's very dramatic. About it. Me too. I've, I have not heard anybody say a bad word about it yeah, yet. Yeah, Hannah and Hunter went to see it and they both loved it. Hunter is a huge Godzilla fan anyways. And mm. he was like, I've got I to heard get to he the put theater. it up there in like his top three, I think, already. Yeah, mm -hmm. and there's like a bunch of like hardcore kaiju fans in the Slack and everybody's got it in their top three ever. Yeah. And like, you know. Well, the um, sequel that we really, really didn't need, uh, Saw 11 is happening. What? I just saw that right before I got on here, and I was 11? like, what? <laughs> I yeah, guess saw 10 did, I guess Socks did well enough. He was supposed yeah. to be in space in the 10th one. Though. He was supposed <laughs> to go to space every on the 10th movie. Hell yeah. That would have drawn me to the movie to go watch it, like, immediately. Yeah. You know, because Jason X was... Chef's kiss. Uh, no, it's coming out September twenty fourth of next year. Looks like horror is going to like like kind of have this huge resurgence because it's a bunch of sequels. Well, yeah, and the writer yeah. strike has pushed a lot of film like prod like next yeah. this next year is going to be like huge for films. I, I, I agree. feel like next I, year is going to be like last year, and yep. this year was like twenty twenty one. Exactly. We've had like Same. a weird alternating yep. thing. This year was like not that great. Yeah. No, September twenty fourth of twenty twenty four, but you know, a couple months later, we get Terrifier three. Woohoo! So, yes, yeah, ring in the uh, new year with Terrifier. It's yeah, only exactly. natural. Mm -hmm. It's an obvious choice. We may perhaps be doing that movie next year at some point. Oh, wow! Not that we've already <laughs> planned it or anything. I might have to get my trash bag out of retirement. Hefty, <laughs> hefty, it's in the, it's in the hefty. cupboard, right next to the uh, Fantastic and some sponges. 
Hyderberg, I'll get you uh, some rusty forks and nails and like a, you know, one of those compasses that you use in geography class and mm. <laughs> stuff you can throw in it. Some stocking yeah. stuffers, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And set it in a trash bag. What about that? Like, oh, that's they should have had that effect in the house. All the stockings were replaced with little tiny trash bags. <laughs> And there's all the trash like bags were hung by the room. chimney with care. Mm. Hopes that bags. Arthur Clown soon would be there. Mm. <laughs> well, nice. can we Jack, rewrite Was the Night Before? Yes. Oh, I'm on it. Oh. I'm on it. Don't worry. I have While throwing it. bleach in the air with salt and shooting with a gun. Ah, not a creature was stirring. Because Art used a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it writes itself. That was literally a knee That's slapper. I literally just gun. slapped my knee. <laughs> <laughs> John. Nice, John. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's a good one. I think I'm on it today. I'm, Your I'm, delivery I'm was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for news. Oh my god. <laughs> Saw eleven. Are you fucking serious, dude? Come oh, on. Yeah. I know. Well, but you know, I mean, it's you said it's a sequel nobody asked for, but if enough people went to see ten, then in a way we did ask for it. So ten we asked was for it. 10 was hugely successful. Yeah. Hugely successful. I don't think we really talked Huge. about that much on here. Um, but I, I will say I saw it in the theater and I actually did really enjoy it until I listened to the Straight Chilling episode on it. And I was like, oh, man, I don't like it as much now. <laughs> uh, they pointed out the flaws in it. Yeah. And then I was like, God damn it. I can't like it as much anymore. But I still <laughs> like what you want to like, but I get it. I do like it, but it's like it's hard to like not think about all the stuff they brought up now. I'm like, God, like her bringing the puppet on the plane to Mexico. No, not that stuff, <laughs> but just like how inconsistent Jigsaw is with his ideology. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, he's very I just, I, it's one of those series I've never put that much thought into. I've kind of just enjoyed it on a shallow level. But now I'm like, well, if you really think about Jigsaw's, um, you know, choices over the years, it's like. Yeah, he's not really all that consistent in his moral values. Mm. Who would have thought? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> anyway. All right. You guys ready for the main event? Ready. Yep. All right. We're mm-hmm. talking about VHS 85. And finally, finally, John gets to pick a movie. Yeah. Hey, John. For the first time in like 10 weeks. It's the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so John, I'll be right back. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go listen to that song real quick. So, John, I'm pleased to yes. be able to ask you, yeah. why did you actually pick this movie instead of just having a movie thrust upon you? Well, I, I, I do got to say that that found footage and stuff like that is my bag. Uh, after watching this movie, it's it's played out. I mean, that the, the whole found footage... You know, all that kind of stuff is really played out. However, I picked this because it's a new movie. You know, we spent two months. And again, I'm going to reiterate, our past two months have been fantastic. It's been a lot of fun. Movies that I haven't seen for a while. Movies that I've never seen. And it was so much fun. But I just, I I wanted to, like, wrap up the year with something new. Uh, this movie came out, like, maybe two months ago, two and a half months ago. Um, so I, I I wanted to bring it to the table, something easily accessible too, especially if you have shutters. So yeah, yeah, and that's I appreciate I that. It. I appreciate that because that's one of those things that probably wouldn't be like too high on my list, and I'd be like, oh, it's something I'll watch when I get around to it, and then I probably never get around to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. glad you picked it. 
I'm going to make last, you motherfuckers watch this. The last no, glad, uh, VHS we covered was 94, and that was way back. So mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was, I think, year, like so. two years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. And we, you know, we talk about them. We mention them on the news and stuff like that. But yeah, it's good to cover another one. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why I picked it. I, I, I and I'm so glad to have Anna on. I mean, hopefully she's a she's an ally in this with this movie. So. Well, we shall find out momentarily mm. because yeah, I'm about absolutely. to ask everybody, does it fuck or does it suck? John, you go first. And I'm going to reiterate what I said is it's kind of my bag, you know, watching watching found footage movies. You know, I really enjoy the Blair Witch Project, Paranormal Activity, stuff like that. Um, there is something and and Jacqueline, you brought it up with the uh, uh, Saw franchise. There's just something about it that captures people, you know, whether it's your bag or not. Like for me. They are formulaic, but they are enjoyable. So to me, I'm going to right now, I'm going to give this a one night stand flaccid fuck that you remember. Um, but it's not something you necessarily go back to. Fair point. OK, I appreciate Anna, what do you think? Does VHS 85 fuck or suck? So VHS is kind of one of those movie franchises that every time a new one comes out, I'm always going to watch it. Um, I, I never really have high hopes because I feel like the first one was the best. So it's kind of a fuck that comes around every few years and it'll never be as good as the first time. But you kind of keep that hope alive because the first time was so magical and parts about, you know, the most recent excursions are fun but still just not as good as the first. Okay, that's fair. I, I like it. <clears throat> Hyderberg, what do you think? Does it fuck or suck? I think this is a fuck you have been with before, and you enjoyed it for the most part. And now they are like, hey, you want to do some freaky stuff? And Except it's not really that freaky. And you're like slowly growing tired of the fuck. So like, yeah, I'm about there right now. It's kind of a flaccid fuck. Mm. Okay. How about you, Jacqueline? I, I'm kind of in the same camp as John. <clears throat> I think it's uh it's a it's a good one night stand. It's not one you're gonna bring home to mom. It's not a it's not a repeat. It's probably not gonna be a continued booty call for me, but it was fun while it lasted. Mm. So absolutely. Yep, that's what I said. I think we're all on the same page on this one. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it kind of sounds like wow. we're all in the in the same general zone here. But yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it a little bit more. John, can you drop that spoiler warning? Absolutely. We're going to be talking about VHS 85, which you can find on Shudder from 2023. If you have not seen this movie, pause the podcast, go watch it, and then come back to find out what we thought about it. Please do. And now, Hydraberg, I see you moistening your throat. Moistening all the... uh, Moistening your eyes earlier. Are you sufficiently moist? My throat's dry. Why are you not wearing pants? (laughs) Uh, Well, I was just moistening. (laughs) You moistening your couch? Yeah, moistening my my drawers, <laughs> soiling them. Draws. Anyway, that went in a different ready? direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, do you have a, a reach around plot summary for us? I forgot my line. I do. I have a reach around for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pop your tape in. Now it's in the system. Unearth recordings of murder victims. Grisly deaths on tape. They depict them. Seventeens on a lake looking for fun. Get slaughtered to death by shots from a gun. Kill for the seven or the family will shun. But this lake has some sort of power. Capable of immortality with a sprinkle or shower. A mangled jaw hanging with the taste for revenge left sour. As the earth starts to shake and crumble. In Mexico they discovered something wrong in the rubble. 
Rescuers in caves push on and they struggle to come to grips with what they are seeing. A god of death, an ancestral being. The demise of you and this planet is now what he's bringing. We witness the summoning of a techno-god, a performance artist's flesh clawed. Man worships machine, the audience applaud. A goth kid, the prime suspect in a murder case, for mailing a detective that killings on tape. The flat-footed cop mouth left the gape. The murders on tape from prophetic dreamscape. His father, the killer, there is no escape. Wrap around to the campus where doctors watch over Rory, but he's watching TV and killing them gory. This is the wrap-up to this entire story. Five tales of death, victims gasping their last breaths, all captured on glorious VHS. Mm, nice, so good. That Love was great. That was good. That was like pretty skillful. I think how you got through all of those separate stories. That was a lot of yep. stories to zip through in one. Return. I combined the first, uh, the first one yeah, and yeah. the other one because yeah, they're related. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, cool. I, I'm gonna disagree with Anna on on one thing. I, I found myself enjoying VHS two more than the first one. I I, I oh, thought okay. it was very innovative. I I thought it was very good, mm-hmm. but I thought two just like had more meat on the bones. It was I hold more... them both around. I enjoyed them both. I feel like one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because there's parts of two that I just really do enjoy, like John, you said. But I, I mean, like, yeah. I, I like the wraparound in the segments. first one a lot. There's been segments in every VHS, at least one that I've enjoyed. Oh, and yeah. Right. I'd say for the most part, at least two, really. So, I mean, they're not a complete wash. Like well, I said, I, have, I always have hope, you know, coming back. They keep bringing me back. So, they're it, working. It's. It is very formulaic, though, mm-hmm. and, and and it's fine with me because yeah, me too. With that formula, it, it's still enjoyable. You know, I'm um, starting to grow a little tired of the formula. I I agree. I think they need to stop after this one and at least give it like maybe ten years and then bring it back and then they could talk about uh, VHS. 2020 you know the covid thing and well they're like working themselves into this like year thing now so now it's like oh do they have to roll be in years now like uh, apparently it does feel that like, way yeah, it yeah. does feel that way speaking of vhs2 though what the heck is up with timo yeah where's Timo? we haven't heard well, from timo in a long no, time he was in 94 i know but that's that was, right yeah. that was two years ago and he was supposed to do that train to busan remake which got made but as far as i know it hasn't been released anywhere it's just sitting there i think it's supposed to come out this year but yeah really no i feel like it's been done for a while now no they did are you talking about peninsula no No, no. last last train to new york it's a remake of train to busan i've heard about that that remake that was supposed i thought that was supposed to come out a while ago and i don't know if it's coming out i haven't heard any news about it but God damn it, I want that movie. Hmm. Dude, I love Train to Busan. <laughs> and I love Timo. Yeah, I like Team Timo, remember? Team, yeah, team, hashtag Team Timo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you guys notice something about this one, though? Is that they did have a bigger budget, and it's almost like some of the shots looked too clean. You know, it's mm. set in 1985, but there, there, there was like some shots where it just, it looked very... I didn't believe oh, it was 1985. That kind of like, I didn't either. There was only a couple times where they kind of worked that in, and then the rest of the time it just kind of washed over me. I was just like watching the segments at that point. I, well, very I few did. of them were like specifically like yeah. the, very few of them like depended on that year, but you know a little bit here and there. But yeah. well, you get that well, vibe that... in the beginning with like the monster truck footage on the, yeah. on the TV screen that Rory's watching. I got more well, 80s vibes from what Rory was doing in the room and the re- wraparound, honestly. Absolutely, but but yeah. there were also commercials in there. It was like the the beers clashing. Dude, that drunk Fred. driving commercial. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That was really cool. Brought back a memory I didn't even know was in there. Yep. Yeah. 
Friends yeah. don't let friends drive. I think that commercial hits home too, because it's like mad violent when those two fucking jugs hit each other too. It's like broken glass everywhere, and you hear the mm-hmm. sound of like a car smashing. Yeah, instead of the glass, and you're like, Damn. they weren't kidding around in the yeah. 80s about drunk driving. I know. Mm-hmm. All right, so a we... pervert, by the way. You want to touch on the wraparound? <laughs> yeah, let's start. With, let's start there. First of all, I would just like to note that. Um, I love doing anthology movies with a wraparound story because our very first episode we ever recorded was the Mortuary Collection, and that's where we yeah. that's where the joke originated of the reach around. Yeah. <laughs> so I always Aww, like to just nice. pay tribute to that when we yeah. when we do an anthology. Well, I give cool. yeah, I give the credit to Heidelberg Anna because he said the re- the reach around. I mean, wrap around. Yeah. And <laughs> I was, was like, like talking about oh, the wrap around story and I was like, reach around. We knew what was on your mind that day. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep. So mm-hmm. now it's, we just, we just don't let go of the, of the joke. We need to do more <clears throat> anthologies too. I was thinking about that not too long ago. We haven't done a lot. Do we? Since then. I don't know. Some of them are good. I, I enjoy some of them like creep show or. That's true. Creep show is I good. Love well, that's a classic though. But yeah, yeah. we get this like interlude. In I'm not going to watch the roaches though. Yeah. Okay. We can skip that. Um, no, we won't. We'll or we could do a you guys could talk about it. I'm just not going to watch it. Yeah, that's all right. I I'm going to make gonna roach happen. noises the whole t- episode. Like, what are roach noises? I don't know. I'm just doing. <laughs> it was ASMR. like silence. Uh, that's what it is. Oh wow, John, that, <laughs> that sounded real. That but, sound um, real. <laughs> I was getting sort of Twilight Zone vibes from this kid in the very beginning. It reminded me of that in the movie The Twilight Zone, where there's that kid who's watching TV upstairs and or no his sister's watching tv he watches tv as well though but um and like his family has to do whatever he says because he has abilities that's what rory sort of reminded me at first and it it was weird though the way they introduced him he's like he's like some little kid or like a a thing they found that has like looks like it has like a vague kid like shape but doesn't have like features it almost looked like a pod person from yeah Yeah, like like, like, the body snatchers yeah yeah or yeah um can I just say, I think there were there were like two things about this movie that I thought were really interesting um, in that they kind of repeated some themes that we talked about in Videodrome. <clears throat> so like they're trying to expose Rory to like American culture mm-hmm. or like human culture. And so yeah. how do they do it? Through by TV. showing him TV, by like giving him a yep. steady stream of TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's all just like women doing jazzercise, you know, Dude, when they're, they're leg warmers. They're doing and... pelvic thrusts the whole what time. Oh my God, the whole time. We've all watched those in the 80s, believe me, buddy. There's no <laughs> shame, have... Rory. No shame. Uh, no, not at all. But, <laughs> but I mean, again, it's just like, <laughs> I mean, that that's pretty much what he was watching the whole time. I love time. how it ties in later when he's making them do it. So oh, there's, yes. a, there's yeah. a sub wraparound in this too, right? Wouldn't you yeah. guys say? Like a, the, the camping we're kind of uh, oh well, there's around. two stories that are connected. It's just I'd two say. separate segments, I think, that are connected. Yeah, but they're by the. So I don't know if I would call that a wraparound. No, I would just. It's more like uh, two connected. It's like stories. a repeated. It's not part yeah. of the wraparound, really. I fucking love that, by the way. Oh, and Freddie well, Rodriguez is in this movie. Hell yeah! Yes, you wouldn't yes. even recognize him, honestly. Yeah, he's a detective. It, it, He's got a mullet no, and a mustache. Yeah, that's he's got like a prosthetic. Is. That's why his Stop neck looks it. a little funny. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. You didn't yeah. notice when the, when someone was like, "El Ray, is that you?" And he was like, "Shh, be quiet." <laughs> I did not hear that at all. Are you serious? Somebody really said that? No, no, no. Oh, I was. But that was him. I'm at Hydroberg. I'm so gullible. <laughs> oh, I thought you knew that was, was a joke. Like, I didn't hear that. <laughs> oh God. Uh, wow, that kind of blew yeah, my mind. Well, let's stick. Let's stick with one tape. thing at a time. Yeah, let's. Okay, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, so the wraparound, um, Rory, 
how how effective was this uh segment for you guys like they at first he seems semi interested he's just sitting there and yep. he, he i don't i didn't like his like fuzzy look like i like you couldn't quite tell what was, and every time they were like oh look he took the shape of so-and-so i'm like what oh I, that, it looks like fucking silly putty held up to the like the light or something like it does i don't see a face i see the shape of a head it, and it was too all in the nose because he had that paddle ball thing like the like one of the yeah. doctors or scientist was just like playing paddle ball because he was so frustrated and he's just like didn't know what was going on so it didn't really i thought this was the weakest one i i i thought the, really? the wraparound yeah i did you know I, what i got was... from it jacqueline i got um like gemini home entertainment vibes like that's what they were kind of going for with that a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. there's an effective moment where the screen in between two of the stories we don't go back to rory but it flashes for a moment. It shows him with the fucking little tentacle thing out. All of a sudden, he's like thinged out. And that scene, I thought was effective because it's just a glimpse at him in his other form. And you're like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I, John, I agree with you. I To me, this was the weakest segment. Not that it was bad, but it was just no. the, the least strong. Mm-hmm. Um, this and was David reason- Bruckner's too, I think. Yeah, it was. I think I think this. I said this was my favorite, actually. I think this is the first one. I think this is the first wraparound since the original that really kind of nailed it for me. Okay. And just because I wasn't expecting it, especially that ending. Mm. Like once I saw what he was making them do, I audibly said, "Stop it!" Like I was was not expecting it, and it was shocking. To be fair, my shutter glitched out on me. I did, ah. and I didn't see the last five minutes of this movie. Oh, oh man! So, oh, so I read, Rory I read pulls... what happened on uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. So I, I read what happened, but I didn't see. He pulls the, last the camera guy all the way back. I heard, and then was like making him do the jazz or something. Yeah, they mm-hmm. doing him and Gary are like doing, and the lady. Yo, that, lady oh, that sounds didn't even cool. Need to die, to be honest. I wish like, I'd seen that. Just close but... the door. Yeah. After you let Gary in there. Yeah, like it's not and the right. doctor's like, it's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. Like, dude, look at him. It, nothing's going to be OK right now. Yeah, th- there was a very cool camera shot of Rory dragging the doctor back or, or mm. the main guy in charge. I thought that was very well done. Yeah, it was. Um, I really like the I really like the quote from the doctor that got out. The doctor that got out played by Kelly Garner, where when she says we don't care about us or, or we care about us, but existence itself doesn't. And we treat other intelligent life horribly. So mm. why shouldn't we expect the same if it gets the upper hand? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's a really powerful statement. And it's weird because it agree. wants to just play with us to mimic the thing that it's so on the TV. Yeah. yeah. It's still fascinating about the TV. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you, Anna. I think that's kind of the crux of the thing. Um, but I guess to me, my my complaint about this one is that it just didn't feel that fresh. Like, it was fine, but it's the one I'm going to remember the least. Mm-hmm. It, it felt the least, like, different or interesting to me. It felt like a mishmash of stuff that I've already kind of seen before. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The others yeah. just felt a little more unique. That's all. I'm not saying it wasn't well executed. I'm not saying it wasn't a good concept. It just was a little less. I do appreciate that it kept the, the story going. Uh, it kept me intrigued a little bit. I just wasn't like it. Just didn't pay off. I feel like I don't know. It was like agreed. I I, I, I lost me. I like to, and I I thought about this a lot today. It just seemed like it, it was a high end bread between a actually pretty delicious sandwich, you know. And it's just like you don't remember the bread. You remember what was in between it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and also mm-hmm. like. It doesn't really tie in the tapes anymore. You know what I mean? Like, are these supposed to be like things that he watched on TV? This is stuff that Rory's watching. These Mm -hmm. like, where are these stories even tying in? And like, how would they all be taped on the same tape? Yeah, where is it even coming from? 
Like the, it's like they didn't even make any attempt anymore to, to make the in. make the existence of the tape plausible uh-huh. and like what's on the tape. It just seems totally random. And I guess like most of the kind of ones in the middle section of the franchise have kind of done that but i seem to remember it's been a while but i seem to remember the first two like there was a purpose of the existence of the tape and there's a reason that all these segments were on that tape but and that was your that was your wraparound story you know to me i I do remember seeing play you know where well yeah (laughs) the first one was like they were putting on different tapes Right, but but you oh, see that right. you, you see so the play button. Yeah. yeah, you see the play button, but then you also see these like little little things. Oh, this is the research thing, or this is like yeah. kind of setting up the story. You know, there's it's even moments like a, in some of these stories where they give up on trying to even explain what who's like why there's a camera, why it's been, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's moments where like there's camera vision without a camera actually being in the scene. I'm like that's later on in one of the scenes, but we should probably start on the first tape though. Okay. Uh, uh, can I make one more comment about the wraparound? Oh show? yeah. Um, I will. One thing I will say in its favor is it does actually have like a plot arc. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like sometimes there's not that much of an arc. It's just kind of like there. Um, mm-hmm. but they're really. Heidelberg was it you who said like they really do move it along? Yeah, they do. Like, like there is stuff that happens next. Like every time you come back to it, the story has advanced and something yep. new is happening, and there is a culmination yeah. of that. In the and end, that one doctor like, oh, Grayson's like interviews that are like separate that have seemed to have happened after the occurrence in the lab like those I thought that was kind of interesting to have that yeah in. well and it's kind of a case of Ripley uh it's like Ripley syndrome where she knew something was wrong and she's trying to sound an alarm and mm-hmm. nobody is listening to her and yeah. here she is she's the survivor you know yeah so should just give her a to cat her. just saying <laughs> and some and some white bikini bottoms. <laughs> Yep. But uh okay yeah, first so we, we cut to these uh campers these uh they're going on a camping trip about a bunch of young good-looking people in an RV towing a boat we get some good macho man impersonations I enjoy I I, I appreciated that macho man that they threw in there oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> um yeah but there's uh this this one reminded me of the raft from creep show a little bit uh because it's based around like a lake and a bunch of people and then something happens on the lake and there's even like the guy taping finds those warning signs that say like no swimming or no wake around the water or something like that Mm -hmm. and of course he just doesn't really say anything about it and he even sees that one sign that says like welcome to lake evic he says but i think it says evil yeah i thought it was evil (laughs) lake evil although that's kind of corny yeah lake evil Mm. lake (laughs) evil (laughs) (laughs) okay that's what it said. There is there. That's a terrible payoff. Come on. I mean, yeah, that's not what know. it's about. It's the fountain of youth. Sort of. It's sort of is, right? Basically. So I will say I I was surprised at the direction this segment took. I didn't know where it was going to go. Uh-huh. Like, of course, you know, something bad's going to happen to these friends out having some fun but you don't know exactly what it like is it going to be like the lake is infested with piranha is there a disease that somebody picks because well, we like, see you that don't know. Car- that animal carcass earlier yeah, on right dead squirrel yeah. zombiever i believe yeah. uh, <laughs> oh there's a tie in there <laughs> it's gutted yeah and then like that kevin's poking it with a stick or whatever or no uh rob i think his name is i don't know any of the different rob rob likes for rob and robin, robin. Rob likes mm-hmm. Robin, and then Rob's mm-hmm. sister is like the hot chick who who dies in the tent or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he's like poking at it, and then like when he goes to show it to her, it's gone. So I started thinking like, oh, something's in the water, 
some kind of creature or something. I don't know. I didn't expect Shooter. I no, didn't either. Neither. And then I, I kind of to... thought like, oh man, they're going to really like prey on our fears of like a gun in public kind of as a nation. You know what I mean? There's so many shootings in public. It's just like, ugh. But well, it's what interesting we what they did with it, actually. Right. What we find out later, though, is I'm sure the squirrel got up and ran away because yeah. <laughs> it's the founder. Yeah, that's what I, I didn't even think about that until you just said that. That's right. It must have just like, oh. Got away. I was drinking some water. I got because of the water, yeah, chopped up or something like that. Okay, but it just ran off. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So at the, to me, that was really interesting. I before we found out that it was like a shooting situation. Well, first of all, Heidelberg, let me um, touch on something you said. Um, You're like, oh, are they really going to do the shooter thing, like guns in America? I, I, I wasn't thinking that was going to be the thing because mm. I don't feel like that was such a hot button issue in 1985 in right. as it is now you know i feel yeah. like that would be sort of anachronistic but um i thought maybe there would be something i really thought robin was gonna do something weird because I thought the girl she, on the shore was gonna be the killer or something robin was on the it, boat yeah robin yeah. was on the boat okay. but robin yeah. i thought was behaving a little bit strangely like she seemed kind of standoffish and Rob kept kind of like turning the camera to her and trying to stealthily, you know, catch shots of her. And she seemed just a little kind of different from the others. She was more uh -huh. standoffish. And I was like, is she hiding something? Is she like not really? I just took uh, her as kind of like a Daria sort of girl. You know what I mean? She's kind of like. Hey, yeah, so. but yeah, I you know, I thought that could be the case, too. <laughs> but it's like, is there a reason she's like that? Does she mm -hmm. have some plot? Yeah. I don't know. But I was just I was kind of expecting something, something to be weird with her. And then when people started... Oh, yeah. She's the first coming... that goes down. That's right. Yeah. And so I thought, is this a prank? And so what? you know what I actually thought for a minute was she went down in the water and everybody was like, eh. I thought like when everybody started getting shot on the boat, I thought, did she like swim away? And like, did she shoot these people? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought maybe she was somehow orchestrating something when they came back to life i started thinking it was a prank too but then i was like but that girl's jaw is hanging off i, I know <laughs> that, that yeah. was gnarly that shit so was yeah gnarly. but i thought it was maybe a prank like oh, maybe they were trying the head, to i was like damn so then i thought is is um robin like an odd one out and they were trying to scare her like maybe he turned the boat to make her fall then everybody mm. put their little like what do you call them like squeegee packets or whatever squib squibby oh squibs yeah that, kind of like yeah. april fool's day esque yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, are they playing some colossal prank on her to to, to scare her or, or what? It, it took me a minute to catch up is what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought something got her, too, in the water when she falls, because I was like, uh oh, something's in the water. Yeah, why was I she all bloody? Shooters. I, she got shot. Yeah, she got oh, shot. You hear, just you fall? hear the first oh, okay. one. Okay. But they're so far out in the water, like, they don't hear you don't hear the shot that loud. The actual bang itself, I guess, maybe. Right. They don't well, hear the whole, that girl was a good shot. Time, she was yeah, water skiing and she hit the, that girl. Yeah, the whole time they've got the boat going. So they're not hearing yeah. what's going on. We do and see we find the, out later what's the going truck. on. Rob, while he's we, taking yeah. looks and he's like, he, they thought it was a friend showing up. I didn't quite realize what was happening at that moment. I was like, oh, what, what, what are we looking at here? And then I realized it was the truck. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, at first, like, I do like the shooting scene because it just comes out of nowhere and you're sort of just like not anticipating it effort. And then you're thinking still it was going to be a creature or some kind of weird thing like or something else. And you know, it's just a really kind there. of ordinary thing like yeah. somebody shooting. I get And I'm with that. I, I thought it was very jarring that yeah. it was like it was just like, wow, whoa. Because all of a sudden of that nowhere. guy Kevin's got like oh, something I'm bleeding and you don't know why yeah. he's bleeding. And you're like, what the fuck? And then he gets hit in the head. You're yeah. Like, oh, shit, shooter. 
Well, that's actually quite scary, like in a real yeah. way. Like, okay, you have the two guys who are still alive and they're kind of trying to keep low and they're like obviously terrified. Like, are, are you okay? Uh, we got to We got to start up the boat. You got to start up the boat. I can't, I can't. You got to, no, you got to start up the boat. I got to hold the uh, camera. He's on, no, no, he's I on can't. This... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think the shooter's on your side and the shore's closer on the other side. So we kind of oh, get yeah. to the other side. Like, that's really scary just to like put yourself in that place and think, okay, there's a shooter. I, I'm going to have to like put my body above the sight line of the edge of the boat in order to be able to start up a boat, steer it, drive it to yeah, the shore. Got his sights on us already. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's really scary. Like you can try that, but you can be pretty assured that you're going to die yeah. <laughs> if you try, but you can't not try. Right. And so and then that and so I was kind of contemplating that while they were trying to figure out what to do. And that's when he started shooting or she started shooting through the boat. And, you know, of course, it all. Yeah, it gets pretty crazy, too, because I'm like one guy loses a finger. The chick with the jaw that was that practical, like a mix of CG and practical. It I looks like it. I don't know. Because she actually held on to it. It looks like there's an app something on her face. Like a it does look like an appliance. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? They're I, holding uh, it later, like trying to put it yeah. back on for her. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I really enjoyed about this scene, too, is they didn't play in the trope of being a zombie. You know, no. it's like yeah. they still had emotion, they still had like, feelings. What? I completely agree. And to me, that's what was so kind of unsettling about it, is like you don't expect them to just get up and be normal. Yeah, because yeah, we watch that dude get shot in the vest like twice and take his last yeah. breath, and then next scene is like him like, and I'm like, oh, it was a prank or something? What? What? Yeah. Like, and then they, they don't understand what's going on, so I'm like, fine. wait, they don't even know what's going on. What happened? Yeah, I like that. Something we haven't really seen much before. And right. then we realize that some of them are dead, and then we're realizing mm -hmm. like, oh shit, they didn't touch the water. Yeah, I, I like mm -hmm. I like it, and then I like how it ends with a, a bit of a mystery, like they vowed to get revenge um and they find that seven on the side and i i felt a little um you know like i had a little bit of blue balls at the end of that one like <laughs> yeah, oh i, I like, guess they're gonna <laughs> i honestly wrote in my notes too i was like man they're gonna leave it like open-ended like that damn mm -hmm. and so i felt very satisfied when they came back to it with that other segment later and you don't but you don't know at first that it's a, yeah. it's the other side of that story but yeah um, it's very satisfying when you make that realization it was the cutest thing I've ever seen. A little water gun. <laughs> that was it. You're this one. Dude, when we see, yeah, yeah. the next the next story, we see the should water we just gun. Do the, should we just do that other segment now, even though it didn't come chronologically? Yeah, we might as well, if you want. Yeah. Makes the most yeah. sense, I think. Yeah, uh, so there's like a party going on. And it's it's like a cult. To Ruth. Yeah. It's yeah, like you a think it's like a graduation thing. party or a birthday yeah. party or something. Yeah. But nope, it's not. It's such a weird thing. I kind of I dig this part of it better than the... Same. I like that it ties into the first one, but I'm almost like more invested in like, man, this weird ass family is fucking. Me too. Well, I love a culty, you know, I love culty stuff. See when they all pull <laughs> out guns, freaks and me shit. the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. Well, to me, like, did you guys pick up on the the <laughs> on the pickup truck? Like for yeah. me, that was the first clue. That, that and was, then the water like... gun when she's like, "Let me see that water gun," and I'm like, "Yeah." And who gave it to you? The lady in the RV, and the RV's yeah. going off, and I'm like, <laughs> "RV water gun pickup truck." Boom. Just queue yeah. into the other one. I was like, okay. And then you see the look on Ruth's face, which is sort of like, um, okay, that's weird. RV. Mm -hmm. You know, I killed those people. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's a nice truck too, actually. Yeah. Really nice truck. It's pretty nice. But I like this. We get this cousin 
uh, cousin, whatever his name is. I'm like, as soon as we see this cousin in this skit before we, I know what's going on. I'm like, this dude is a total serial killer. The one who's like, is that beta? Awesome. It's a and fair observation. At, yeah. And then well, I don't he looks like Dahmer. He looks like Dahmer. He totally does. A Dahmer with a mullet. Um, dude, he's got a mullet. A he's so he's got a skullet. Big old um, forehead. It's like a balding yeah. mullet. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a five head. It's bigger than that. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but then, like, like his character arc is that he's like such a wuss, you know. Yeah, At the end, I don't want to do this. I don't. Want, let's go. You let's call get that being a wuss? I call that having a moral compass. Have some balls in this. Not family of have some balls. Kill some cult. cops. A family Sorry. of killers. Yeah, come on, bro. Fit in. <laughs> what are you obey? Doing? I mean, <laughs> at that point, come on. You're talking the talk. You're not walking the walk. Am I right, John? Come on. I I didn't hear him talking no talk. He's look his out his out his look looks he looks the look all right. He looks, he looks the clammy look. and fucking like he's tying people up in his basement. I don't trust him. Now he wants to he's live. He obviously killed seven people to get into the police already. officer. Oh my god! I feel like he's already done his seven right, or was, has he not done his yet? Maybe maybe he's next maybe after. Maybe he room. hasn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't oh, think yeah. he had. Maybe oh, he's right. the so one he who morally objects blood. to all this and is keeps finding excuses not to kill people. Ruth I wonder seems what to excuses have no he's come up with. Bombs about it. Uh, I have to wash my mullet that night. Yeah, I have to wash my mullet. <laughs> Do you think he's Hell lying? I love the way. the ant. <laughs> like, oh, and your arsenic brownies. And then, did you see when they go? Guns blazing later, the ant you hear like, "Who wants some brownies, bitches?" Yeah, and then yeah. he, like, goes out with the gun. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a detail that like kind of made me stop for a second because that was when I, I was like, "Oh, okay." It didn't hit me at first because the detail that the mom says right before that is, "Oh, Grandpa Art is a surgeon with his um sickle." Mm-hmm. I was like. Out what? in the open was when I started. When she's like, "We can do our tradition out in the open," and I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it's what I." I think thought she is. was just talking about being like homophobic or something. <laughs> so. I'm like, she had to kill those people at the lake, and now she's like, "This is her graduation or whatever it is." Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't catch twice. on until the brownies, the sickle. Yeah, I, I was like, "What?" And then, oh, and Aunt Meg makes the best arsenic brown. I was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" That's how she killed her seven. Yeah. So I've seen this movie twice. Is that an indoor pool huh the, the the kids are playing in the pool is I that an indoor it. pool it, it seems like almost like a i don't know what you would call that room but i mean it's they just like a pool they, room they... some people have those like tented in kind of like sun room yeah sun room yeah, yeah. And it's over the pool i thought that was pretty cool so 80s i bet you they had astroturf all over the place dude i love me in the bathroom in the bathroom more environmentally friendly I like when uh, Ruth does get shot and killed, and then we have that moment where time goes by a little bit, and the coroner's like looking at her, and she comes back, and then you realize, oh shit, the water and the fucking gun. Yep. Yeah. The one yep. thing I don't like is like the cops just showing up. It just seems sort of dumb to me that like the people who got away, who are now like immortals, but sort of like zombies, like called the cops on her. I was waiting for them to bust through the door, like half dead, you know, with jaws hanging off. They're gonna be like, and come in and start yeah. killing everybody, but. I, I disagree. I I found it a little more satisfying that that they got their revenge just by doing that, you know. Yeah, and the fact that she got squirt by a squirt gun and she shot herself and then immediately gets back up, I was like, well, because yeah, it's like they a, told it's... she told the kid to shoot her, like, hey, shoot her with this gun here, take the gun. Yeah, he, she probably, probably gave him a twenty and said, hey, yeah. take this water gun mm-hmm. and go shoot that shoot lady, your cousin or whatever. Well, the best part, though, is like the insult that gets added to the injury, like because the big thing was, 
don't let the cops take you alive. Oh yeah. Like, that's a just that's a disgrace to the family. That's and a dishonor to the family. Yeah. But she can't die. And so mm-hmm. she gets taken by the cops. And that to me is like the real like vindication. Like, yeah. Yeah, you have been true. defeated. Like you aren't gonna be able to get out of this by killing yourself. And she shoots her, she shoots her fucking head. She tries to blow her head. She on. does. And she does. does. And, and, and Hydra, you make a really good point that you know, okay, it could have happened this way, but I I'm with Jacqueline. I think it was a lot more satisfying to see her not die. You know, she sure. tried to I take didn't think about that out. actually. About the family like being you being like the only one alive left in the family. Right. Right. And you can't die. So the cops yeah. can like make you talk. At that point, mm-hmm. what does it matter though? Everybody's dead. But still. And at the true. same time, it's like the ultimate disgrace to your family name. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. It. I don't think matter. it's about making her talk. It's that like, oh no, I have let down my family. Mm-hmm. Like I can't mm-hmm. get out of this. I'm suffering the humiliation of being caught by the <laughs> by the police who they clearly have like no respect for. Yeah. Um and so it's like they truly got the upper hand on her. The rest of them, in a way, you could say like they got the upper hand because they couldn't be taken. But she's she's done. So yeah, these I, motherfuckers I like I think had it's a, just right. Yeah, these motherfuckers had a cache of weapons though. Holy shit. Yeah. AKs, should, oh, yeah. Am I watching House Uzi. of a Thousand Corpses all of a sudden? Am I That's watching Double like. Like, <laughs> They're like, get ready, it's happening. Yeah. It was exactly like the <laughs> beginning came of out Double Jacks, actually. <laughs> all like, right, no, open up the pull out couch. Pigs. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. Anyway, to me that was very successful. Like the first part with the the kids at the lake, that was like fine but the second part a couple segments later to me is like the real payoff and that's that was like really i think it that was, was interesting special. that they tied that it was... in but the second yeah. one was called ambrosia i believe mm-hmm. was it <laughs> was someone eating ambrosia was there a moment of <clears throat> well they were having a family party grandma some made some ambrosia. awesome arsenic brownies you know ambrosia's got to be there oh yeah true that and then some... we get our next tape right yeah, what was this the one next comes one? from was Mexico. That the one in Mexico? Yeah, so I know that's all... racist, Jack. Uh, I know. <laughs> this film segment is from Mexico. That's racist. <laughs> I have to say, it's been nice that we've like we've had uh, quite a few little bits and pieces from Mexico this mm-hmm. year. We had Lucera, we had Don't Panic, and then mm-hmm. this segment. Yeah. It's like we're, Don't we're Panic is up there with us, you know. Yeah, Lucera, like yeah. Mexico. I believe it's Hosera, actually. Oh, Ho Sarah. <laughs> oh, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, cut above is representing Mexico this year. Awesome. No, yeah, it's cool. Well, we have to. I do Did like that. The... Yeah, clearly because of me. <laughs> I like the setup of this one. I like. I liked this one. There's moments of this one that I thought were fun. Um, as far as like found footage goes. Mm-hmm. We get the. Um, I really like the dirty-minded news lady, Lucia. She's implying she that great. the night shift uses the microphone for God knows what, and she's like sniffing it. She then she asked the cameraman, like, someone said, like, oh, it's dried up. And she she's like, you want some? And they laugh. And she's just, like, dirty-minded. She's like, healthy. Like, yeah. I just thought that but, was funny. Yeah, I laughed. I laughed. Mm-hmm. That whole setup scene, I'm like, what's going on here? Okay, we're setting up a news, possibly, like, news report or something like that. Okay. Where are they yeah. going with this? <clears throat> so I actually have a lot to say about this one. The shocking. And... Heidelberg, thank you for sending me that article earlier um, about the filmmaker. Her name is uh, Gigi Saul Guerrero. Oh, she's the she's the um, she's the journalist on the on the street. In this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, the young woman. Mm-hmm. And she's done a couple other things like she did that. Um, I think she was one of the SWAT women in uh, or she did the wraparound in uh, 94, I think, or something like that. Did she? Or maybe maybe not I that. Remember but I that. think she was affiliated with one of those other ones. She did one of those. um 
Hulu special episodes. What was it called? Into the Dark. Oh, yeah. She did one of those. I want to say it's called Culture Shock, which I haven't seen, but she okay. did. I think that's the one she did. She did a movie called Bingo Hell, which mm. sounds like it's kind of a fun, like, you know, kind of B movie type thing, but I haven't seen that either. But I've seen her as like a. She was, you know what? She was one of the commentators on Shudder's um, 100 Scariest Moments. Yes, she was. Past couple she years was ago. on In Search of Darkness and I think History of Horror, too. She popped up on it. She's okay. been on yeah. all the clip shows and stuff. She knows yeah. her horror. Yeah, I think she teaches at some... She lives in Canada now, and she teaches at some university. I think she teaches um, like directing at a film mm-hmm. school. I wrote like her that. a letter. Really? Yeah. I was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I saw you in that movie. You're really good. Anyway, um, so Hyderberg sent me this article um, before I had really had a chance to research the like the the background of this segment, but um, about how when she was asked to do a segment for this film and she was told that it was set in 1985, so she's born and raised in Mexico City. She immediately knew that she had to incorporate um, a real life event that happened in Mexico City mm-hmm. in 1985, which is an absolutely catastrophic earthquake yeah and so she was like i'm gonna center my story around that somehow so that was a real life thing that was like a devastating catastrophe for for mexico said too Um, like they they believe that their cities are like on top of older cities like oh where you know the older yeah so it's not just a belief that is that is fact so um so I, i don't know if you caught this reference but they said something like enter the land of tenochtitlan which was the like that was like the aztec Uh capital basically of the aztec empire and when the spaniards came and conquered that area they basically destroyed that was like it's like in the location where mexico city is right now so they destroyed the nochtitlan and built their city on top of it like new spain basically like um what what is now mexico city they started building that literally on top of it and so it's it it's an interesting kind of metaphor that like the indigenous culture that used to exist before the Spanish conquest is now like literally buried underneath the the new structure like that structure literally crushed the old one but metaphorically as well and like you know squelched that indigenous culture that existed before but there are still remnants of it in the historical center in Mexico City you can still see um some remnants of the the ancient city of Tenochtitlan, like um, remnants of the the main temple that they had there. It's pretty cool. So, um, so I like that this segment was exploring that because you know this Aztec god comes out of the you know out of this like center. Because if you notice, they go down several levels, like they're actually below ground level as they're trying to get out of the building. And they're, you know, the main entrance or main exit is blocked off. And so they keep going levels down and they're like, we can't keep going down. But because they do that, that's why they encounter this area, this like skull wall thing and the kind of ancient relics and stuff. And so um, th- so I think it's interesting that the god comes out and he sounds vengeful. You mm-hmm. know, it's like mm-hmm. he's he's seeking vengeance. And he's pissed. Yeah, yep. he is pissed. And I, I wrote down some quotes. Let me see. Um where you're, where you're looking those up, I, I got the feeling, um, and you guys have seen Jacob's Ladder, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's like, 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 
descending into hell there's a scene in there where it's like like it, it keeps getting dirtier um claustrophobia kind of kicked in for me on this I, and i'm not claustrophobic at all but i felt that like mm-hmm. w- with some of these scenes you know going through these little yeah. caverns or the, these little walkways where it's you know it just felt claustrophobic and and, mm-hmm. and that kind of fear kind of you know gives you anxiety where you're like wow okay yeah i kind of felt yeah. that a little bit. i did too i feel like there's kind of shades of the descent there uh but yeah so one of the quotes that I wrote down says, our God has risen from the underworld. Our King will be compensated. Our God will feed and collect. And so to me, that's like the Aztec God seeking vengeance for this mm-hmm. wrong that was done to the the ancient people there that mm. were like squashed by these conquerors. So, mm. yeah. I didn't know the history behind it. It makes, it makes that this segment a little bit more interesting and enjoyable yeah. hearing that. Yeah and hearing a little bit of the history behind it and why she chose to write it, you know, based on what happened in 85, actually. So yeah. it makes it a little bit more enjoyable because this was low down on my list as far as the uh, the whole the movie as a whole goes. Yeah, I kind of like yeah. the setup of this one, though, at least for the found footage. Like, I don't know, we get the introduce, introduction to the news reporter and then, like, she gets killed. We see her head smashed in or whatever. So there's mm-hmm. some good gore in the beginning. That was a cool effect. Her- yeah, yeah. The rescuers right. that come in and like kind of save what's his name, the camera guy, Luis. Um, yeah, Luis. And like we get that one guy who's like uh, hitting the gut with rebar, and they have to le- like kill him. Uh, Carlos. Yeah, that was him. rough. That was just rough. some good mm-hmm. gore. Um, now do you think? Do you think? I, I felt like it's just the the earthquake just happened to happen, and then they happened upon the uh, like the catacombs down there, or whatever. Basically, because like that opened it up. I feel like that released the god. I never got the sense that the mm-hmm. god created the earthquake i felt like it was i don't know i I feel like you could read that either way i did consider the possibility that maybe that god um yeah because then carl is involved with the god like it's like she brought them all down there so it's like i think she became possessed later i don't think she i don't think she was like because next thing you know she's not dirty anymore and she's butt-ass naked so yeah that makes sense i think she was innocent to begin with but uh, yeah so uh the god that they have there is called miklan and so Miklan, I think, I think it's possible that he like him like being he somehow broke free of his like spiritual constraints or whatever, and that caused the earthquake. Or maybe he was freed because of the earthquake. I don't know what the cause yeah, and because... effect relationship is there, but I think it could be interpreted either way. It looked mm-hmm. like as the earthquake got worse, like as they the the uh, like above them started crumbling, it, that's when like the god really showed himself and and took over Eddie. Mm-hmm. Eddie's possession. To be honest, at first it was a little cheesy to me, the way he got possessed, and it just looked weird, like he didn't. I don't know. But then when when the god shows himself, then I thought that was pretty interesting. The way he like ripped out his own heart and then like hands it off to the god, and the god just takes it and like drinks from it. And I was just sort yeah. of like, I like that I'm they sorry, kept him that looking was like fucking a, rad, I like a it. statue mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't quite organic. It was it looked like a statue or made out of wood or something. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Guys, don't worry. When I go to Mexico City this upcoming summer, I will find that catacomb and I will ask Miklan. I will say, did you cause the earthquake or did the earthquake release you? We need to know. Well, do you, you want to come on intel. our podcast? Yeah, make yeah. sure to get us the dinosaur PJs first before you do that. And the <laughs> and the physical copy of uh, Don't Panic. I am making a list of errands. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. I did. There was one scene that really caught me um, is as they're going down. They're they're looking up and it's almost like they missed their opportunity to get out on that level. Going, yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where it's like like you see 
you see daylight and you see a helicopter fly by and it's just like, oh, we missed our opportunity. Let's yep. keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at that point, they're like, where are they going? That's when the story sort of shifts on me. And I'm like, where are they going? Yeah. It's because you yeah. hear this weird noise and someone screaming and they're like, oh, well, then we need to help somebody. We're going to go this way. Mm. Uh, another thing that I learned from the article you sent me, Hydraberg, was that um, Gigi, when she was you know, finding filming locations and stuff, she said that when the earthquake happened in 85, you know, kind of similar to like when we you know when we see natural disasters and things anywhere people kind of band together and they want to help and people rebuild and stuff but there are still locations that were damaged from that earthquake that just never got rebuilt and so she used some of those in the segments where she's reporting you know on the street mm-hmm. um those oh, were wow. that was like some real damage from from the earthquake so i just i really like how she incorporated real history mm-hmm. into like real recent history into it, but also like ancient history. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was wondering how you were going to take this one too. So much context. What Hyderabad? I was just wondering how you were going to take this one too, because it does sort of deal with that, like, uh, Aztec voodoo sort of tropey thing, but it works because it's a person of the culture speaking on their. Exactly. Exactly. It's Mexican. And like you said, it ties into their actual history and everything too, which is, yeah. Yeah. And so it's not like American people making, you know, this story. It's, not it's silly. a Mexican. It's, it's not scary. silly. It's kind of it's it's not othering the Mexican people. It's not othering mm-hmm. the indigenous Aztec people. It's 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 a Mexican woman doing it. So to me it didn't it didn't um irritate me. <laughs> yeah. This is this is where it cleaned up for me, where it got a little too polished is um when what's her name got naked and she was paying tribute to the god. Is that it? Just seemed clear. Yeah, like, she was like seemed, glowing. Yeah, and it seemed like like it seemed like the lens cleaned up. You know, they they jumped from that thirty five millimeter to like maybe a digital camera or something like that. But they so should have done was because she got naked. They should have scrambled it like we would have seen when we were young. Like on <laughs> like, oh no, come on, we got naked. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I will say though, this one it does give us like a natural reason for somebody to be filming it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it justifies the filming. And even when he should have dropped the camera long ago, like, first of all, he's on a news show. Of course, he like he he's got a camera. He has a good reason is... for having a camera. But then he also says, no, I want to tell this story about real life heroes. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of justifies it. I mean, I can see how some people might feel like, oh, that's kind of a thin excuse. But I, I like it. I take it. One thing that bothered thought... me. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, I go. thought the gore. I, I thought the gore was was very subdued, but but um good you know we like talked blurry, about the woman with the jaw but but i mean even the aftermath of the earthquake you know you just see people's heads smashed in which you know god forbid that ever happens again you know it's that's oh, what it you're gonna see yeah. no and, and that's what you're gonna see is that you're gonna see mayhem and gore and uh it, it happens but but the way they they portrayed it I don't want to say it was subdued because you you did notice it, but I mean it was just like it, it felt a little more real. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that took me out of it a little bit was the white paint on their face. They were supposed to look like they had like dust and debris on their face, but they kind of just looked like they whitewashed their face a little bit with white paint, and it just didn't look right to me. When mm. it, I don't know if maybe yeah. the other way just didn't come off on the camera right, so they were like, "Well, how do we get that look?" It looked yeah. weird. Yeah, it didn't bother me. I mean, I I think it's just soot and I know, fires just, and, yeah. and shit like that. It looked like soot from, I don't know. It looked like paint. So. I noticed it, but it didn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. Um, I'll, I just want to say one more thing about the article. It was so informative. Thank you, Heidelberg, for sending yeah. me that. <laughs> um, 
she said that a lot of pe- Mexican people are really superstitious because Mexico is prone to earthquakes, especially in Mexico City. And uh, she said that it's or it's the damnedest thing that like every September, every year, September 14th, 17th and 19th, there's an earthquake. They were supposed to shoot on the first day of shooting was supposed to begin on the 19th. Yeah. And they and the producer was like, "Mm -mm, Mm -mm. nope, we're not doing that. And so the the real life earthquake from 85, I think, was September 19th. And so it's the anniversary. But she said ever since that. So we're very superstitious about it. The 14th, 17th and 19th without fail. There's always I haven't I didn't like fact check that. My brother's birthday. Really? Yeah, the 19th. Tell him not to go to Mexico for his birthday. Mm, He would have been 15 (laughs) and 85. Mm hmm. So anyway, interesting fact, but that's all I'm going to say about it. And that's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. So I do like they summon a god here and then our next skit uh, deals with summoning another god, a techno god. Yeah. Interesting uh, sequence there. Yeah. Yeah. This this mm. is a fun one for me, but it was just a little too on the nose with everything that's going on with Hollywood and AI. Yeah. Well, because they do say like, I got my iPhones. iPhones. My iPhones. Yeah. iPhones. Yeah. yeah. Like phones my for my eyes. Gloves. I got my yeah. techno gloves and my iPhones. But if you think about it, this was that was starting in the eighties. I mean, that yeah, was the thing. Like I remember being a, a kid and taught and you know hearing about VR, and it seemed so distant. When he goes into VR, it's very Lawnmower Man. Remember that movie? <laughs> that was like, oh, you never saw Lawnmower Man? Oh, yeah. Jacqueline, you got to watch Lawnmower Man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have. Job. It's about a man with a lawnmower. It's about a, a guy who's a like, little bit. Yeah. A guy who's <laughs> Jeff like, Fahey's in it. A oh, really okay. dumb man who like a doctor pities and and um I don't know. He does like some experiments on him or something like that. He becomes super smart. He becomes a lawnmower man. He that's what he was. He like mows the lawn. And then like there's like virtual reality segments in it that what they mm. thought virtual reality would look like. Oh. So he's like in digital space and it's interesting. Anyway. Okay. All right. Tangent. Only. I did like the actress. I, I thought she did fantastic. You know, this performance art type thing was awesome. Yeah. You know, and you guys talk about, yeah, and you might be right, Jacqueline, that it started coming around at that time. But anybody, nobody would be able to afford it because it was like oh, no. $90,000 no. $90, oh, no, no, no. for some shit like this. Yeah, it would have been just like, one. yeah, it would have been something that only like a corporation could obtain you know not yeah. like a, a person <laughs> absolutely yeah um if i could just I, I just remember just to touch back on the last uh skit now at the end when the god comes out right and she's like rise rise and then the thing crumbles does the crumbling stop him from rising like the earthquake stopped him from coming because then the news report never shows anything it just shows about the earthquake and that's i was just i was waiting for like a 60 foot like sun god or some death god to come out of this you know what i mean like Rise up behind her. yeah rah, you know but it never <laughs> happened so i was wondering does the earthquake like stop him from being rise as it i don't know the I, I, was interesting. I didn't think about that too hard i just thought it meant like rise from your like you know stony constraints and like yeah. possess people and get your i thought it just kind of <clears> meant like get your revenge and then he did <laughs> so he was done okay. i don't know <laughs> but um well, although like, you know, one person is not really rev- revenge for like the destruction of a whole civilization, but you know, baby steps. Start. <laughs> to start. <laughs> New Year's resolution. Hydroberg, you brought that up. I just I keep thinking about the very end of the cabin in the woods. I'm not spoil it, but I mean like what happens at the cabin yeah, in the yeah, woods. Yeah, and now now I'm thinking yeah. about Yeah. 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 That yeah. would be interesting. So anyway, sorry to bring it back, but uh, we can get That's back okay. to the performance art lady. Yeah. 
maybe I maybe I misspoke earlier. Maybe this one is my least favorite. Yeah, this one's definitely my least favorite. I think it was an interesting premise. This one. Um, it was. I, I feel like it's a it's a premise. It. It's a premise that can't be done in an anthology movie. Like that. There, there's so much information that can be given to us, and honestly, given an hour and a half, it might be a pretty decent movie. But it was just so rushed. And I mean, performance art really isn't my bag. I get terrible secondhand embarrassment. So uh. that's all I could feel for her <laughs> up there the whole time. And that didn't help right off the bat. <laughs> and then, yeah, I will that's give funny. the gore, you know, credit. I thought that yeah, was really great yeah, yeah, once yeah, the yeah. headset does get peeled off. Yeah. yeah, this was just a big old flop in my book. <laughs> I didn't like the God thing. Like when you finally see it, it's just like, okay. It didn't, I don't know. Yeah, that did not look good. It looked yeah. silly. Um, and I didn't really get what she was getting at. Was she like, I, I get, I think she was like criticizing people's worship of technology, but it was like, was she yeah. trying to defend, you know, conventional religions or was it just a criticism of technology worship? But I don't know. Her little like monologue I actually thought was a little cringy. Yeah. Um, She's like, we've, we've created this techno God and now she wanted to summon it uh, somehow with like, yeah, like Like to prove that it was fake, but like, you're not going to prove anything by putting on a VR headset and making some weird noises and then nothing happens. Yeah. And and then she ended up proving that it was real, but it looked silly. So, eh. and like, yeah, it was like scraping at her leg and then like, yeah, yeah, this, this, this segment just felt so shoehorned in, you know, yeah. and I'm going to go, I'm going to go back and you're absolutely right. You know, technology was starting to come around in 85 and things were getting bigger and everybody had TVs and VCRs like and Apple whatever. computers. And, yeah, and absolutely. But I mean, like, people, Macintosh. just us normal folk wouldn't know anything about this, you know, so it felt very shoehorned in. You're right. It That's a good point, John. Like, why does she have one? She's like a broke performance artist why does yeah. she have a vr setup and also she didn't look very 80s it's not vr yeah. so it's it's techno gloves and iphone oh i'm sorry techno I, gloves and i i digital world the yeah. iPhone. i did like the guy that was like giving the demonstration of it i yeah, can just so drink like, my coffee mm, digital yeah digital yeah he was cool. it's lukewarm <laughs> just like how i like it yeah, no. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about this segment, the one thing about it that really works for me, has nothing to do with technology. It, it's more the it's more the concept that like um, we don't always know where the dividing line is between performance and real life. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's more of a modern day issue yeah. or topic. But yeah. like the fact that she's doing this one woman show and she's getting like horribly disfigured and the audience thinks it's all part getting of the lifted show. seven feet in the yeah, air like they around. don't know where that dividing line is and they clap at the end <clears> and the guy's like filming her and yeah so that is the part that actually works for me is that like we've lost the ability to, to distinguish reality from performance but that has not a whole lot to do with like the the themes of technology that that she was talking about um the one other thing that i did like is when he takes off her helmet and mm-hmm. her eyes are popping out and her brain is showing like and it's kind of fused. To thing a little to the... bit. So that was yeah. the other part that was kind of video dromey to me. It's like long live the new flesh, right? Yeah. 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 Um... <laughs> so yeah, a couple Anna it was just that interesting movie. that we had a couple <laughs> I love video drum. <laughs> that was fun. Great episode, by the way. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. That was a fun it was one. Fun. Yeah. So yeah, that one just doesn't really come together. 
for me. Yeah. That, was, that was my least favorite. I do like the wraparound better than this. Yeah, I, and I, I'm really with you guys. It was my least favorite. You know, I, I again, I keep using the word shoehorn, and it's. It, it, I thought the camera angles were just so forced because it was like closed circuit cameras. You had two different cameras, one on the stage, one back in the audience, and she's getting filmed. And it's just like, yeah, we have the cameras, so let's get every single angle of what's going on here. So it just seemed like, uh, yeah. The performance was great. I mean, I, I thought she did a fantastic job. You know, I love the fact that, that she had multiple microphones. She has like some sort of synth up there where she can play different sounds and stuff like that. It, it, it was cool, but it just wasn't necessary. So, yeah, like I, I didn't love it as a segment. I actually did kind of like her, her. Like, I don't know the performance. I thought her idea of like a performance would, would be an interesting one to watch in real life. Sure. It's like weird meld of performance art and VR <laughs> digital stuff but you know yeah um, i have zero i have zero problem with the actor and i think she did a fantastic I like job, her voice you know? stuff that she was doing yeah, the modulation yeah the same yeah but it's just mm, mm, not for yeah me. i'm with yeah. you guys segment yeah, yeah. too bad because it, it had some cool ideas in there it just didn't really come together for me i think anna you're probably right maybe not great for such a short piece need more information like, I think they could have even kept it as a short, but made it like 30 minutes instead of 10 minutes. Yeah, um, that's fair. Mm -hmm. And just expanded a little bit. I don't know if I'd want to sit through 90 minutes of that, but 30. Sure. Yeah, I, I personally, I think it could have been cut, too, because I do think there's a little bloat in this actual movie, the entirety of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's pretty long. Yeah, it is a little long. In my well, opinion. I think that the final segment takes up the most space. Am I right? The the dream guy. Oh, the dream yeah, the dreamscape. Are we there now? Is that is yeah? That... We are there. Okay. Dream kill. Can, yeah. <laughs> can I just say, watching this, I was like, "Whoa, these dreams feel like." Well, I didn't know they were dreams, but I was like, "These murder vibe? segments." Yes. Yeah, and that's because it's done by Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, "And that's oh, his that's... son." Yeah, like, Gunther that's... is his son. I thought. Yeah. He did oh, really? Great. Oh, that's awesome. I got, got... The, um, I got the Poughkeepsie tapes vibes, which is a movie that really affected me. And so as soon as I though that first opening shot of just him walking into a house and then the 911 call and that is just scary to me. It One was... of us needs to pick the Poughkeepsie tapes in the near future because I am so furious at myself that I have not watched it yet. Oh, you've Ooh. never seen it? I've never it's... seen it. Ooh. And I lived in Poughkeepsie a year oh. after the murders took place. Wow. <laughs> and oh. I haven't avoided watching the movie. I specifically want to see it. And I just it's one of those things I haven't gotten around to. I do I'm think the POV shots of the killer in this are really well done. Yeah, I, I, I'm with Anna. I, I get Poughkeepsie tapes from this big time without yeah. the without the uh, the voice interaction. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like it's so sinister and so fucked up the yeah, way he just right. walks in. I mean, it was like, well, I mean, okay, but I I thought Poughkeepsie tapes was was you know a little more raw, mm -hmm. whereas yeah. as sinister seemed a little I more like. Polished. Yeah. No, it was yeah. like the aesthetic of it because I knew as soon as this was started playing, I was like, "This has got to be the Derrickson one." Right. And I thought the most fucked up one was he when he chopped the dude's fingers off and he killed that guy. There was yeah, so that was much fucked up about that guy. Yeah, it was really fucked up. And it's also the fear for a woman too. Like I felt that, oh. like this woman being alone in her house, mm -hmm. and just the shot of the phone. And then going down yeah. with the cord yeah. under the bed, that is so effective. And then you're just saying, like, be quiet, stop breathing so loud. You know, you just yeah. want her yeah. to make it. But she it. keeps talking. She keeps talking. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. Shut it. Yeah. 
it. He opened the door. He's two it, feet away from me. Yeah. He's grabbing yeah. my foot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 I felt like he's, completely he's sick to my yeah. sick to my stomach about the way they uh the way they ate yard it of of sounding like a 911 call and the yeah. scream. It was really of, effective. Of being over the oh my god, it was Very. visceral. It was just I, I felt the so panic sick. and the yeah. color. I was so sick to my stomach. I'm like, oh my god, you know, this is ugh. It felt like longer versions of the videotapes in Sinister, and he mm-hmm. it, he did such an effective job at creating that nightmare feeling. He grabs I that mean, carver, that like electric meat carver. Oh yeah, yeah. weapon of choice. To me, the one that was, I mean, they were, all of those dream sequences were extremely upsetting, um, especially before I realized they were dreams, Um, but they were all very upsetting. But for me, particularly the one, um, I think it's the third one where like, there's like voiceover, like there's a voice talking and, Mm -hmm. but it's like very distorted and you start, it's hard to tell Mm -hmm. what it's saying. And Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what it's saying, but just hearing them say something and it, the words didn't really quite make sense. It it actually felt a little skinnamarink also, Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of like distorted nightmare feeling that you're not like oriented. Um, but like to me, that was so unsettling, and that's what made it so effective. And I, like I was, I was scared watching. Yeah, those dreams. Yeah, there was a weird was noise frightened. in one of them. They were talking yeah. about something weird. Like I can't remember what they were talking it about. Had nothing to like, do with what's going on. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? It was like voices in the killer's head or something. I don't know. Right? Yeah, I've, I've said this before in the past. I think I said it about smile, maybe something else. But moments where things just don't make sense at all, and not in a way that's like, oh, I, I can't figure this out but like something off. that is meant to be illogical something that's just like out of place and cannot be reasoned away it's like that for me is so chilling when you're like oh my god something insane is happening here yeah. like, mm-hmm. and then I we get the look. premise of like this thing was a tape that was sent to the cops but it was like days ahead of the murders yeah that was so intriguing i think this would make an actual good feature length film like this premise yeah. Derrickson said it was in the same universe as the Black Phone, but to me, yeah. this was head and shoulders above the Black Phone. Oh, really? I agree. I did not like the, the Black idea Phone. Alone. Really? I felt like I was the only person who didn't like it either. Nah. <laughs> didn't I'm like not it. the biggest fan. Yeah, Pass. I wasn't the biggest fan. Next. Yeah, I the agree with that. Was good. I, the, I think this movie can be an hour and 25 minutes. Like, like if they made yeah. this movie into a fully feature... Because they actually did one for the uh, the first one where it was the uh, succubus or the the vampire gal. Yeah, they did. actually they actually made a feature length. What really? No, yeah. it was the it was the the Shutter original that came out, Kids versus Aliens. It was based on the Slumber Party. Yeah, that Asian one. But he's talking right, about the that, woman. That's the like, second one. I like that's you. Yeah, sec- part two. Oh, yeah. I didn't know there was so, another one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so the woman that played the succubus or the the vampire in the first uh, VHS. Amateur they made night. a feature like yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they made a movie. It was called what now? I don't remember. I, I don't know. It's not oh. that great, but I never watched. Oh, it's not. It, but oh, I've but heard. I've heard mixed things about it, but I kind of wanted to check it out. I should just I go think back it's and watch the uh, again. Damn it! What's it called? Banshee or something like that? Uh, something like interesting. That. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, to me, uh, this was the this was the best segment. Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I, I did dig it. I, I didn't really love how the ending. I think it falls apart a little bit in the end. 
when we yeah, see the kid viewing himself shootout. through, That's boring yeah, it was weird. Like it just became a gr- grotesque like shootout scene. And That's what once, got cool, it, but and once yeah. the plot's kind of revealed and you start to figure out what's going on, it becomes pretty predictable. Like there's mm-hmm. only so like many just characters in the cast, and like, oh, it's the dad. You know, I like the dad being revealed and shooting the detective in the head, and then going into the house to commit the murder that you know he's going to do already. And that you know, was like, so effective because you were not cool expecting concept. him to get. Yeah, yeah, shot in the yeah. head. And, yeah. The whole thing is such a cool idea. But yeah, I agree with you. The ending is a little weak. I don't know how it could have been, how it could have ended better, but I'm not Scott Derrickson. I'm not, you know. I just don't like him right. going back for the sun. And like the, when the sun sees his own vision through the camera, and then there's a filter on the camera where like the son and father are like face to face. Like, what are you doing here? I'm coming to kill you. And there's like a shot as if someone's filming it, but nobody's there. And the right. camera's yeah. not right there. It's down here. So like, Who's filming directly on the shot? Like when they're talking, well, they film like, police interviews. No, I know, but like the way this camera, that scene shot is like someone's in the room, like zooming mm. in on their faces. Yep, yep I agree. Yeah. It takes me yeah. out of it. I was like, what's the point of that? And, and again, going back to the last segment, it's just like the cameras were so conveniently placed, yeah, like throughout. Yeah. Yeah. I love the scene in the car where Freddie Rodriguez is like, mm-hmm. "Listen, put the camera down. I need to talk to you." Yeah. So and these he moves women it that like died, two inches and he's like, okay. Well, well, he didn't he didn't turn it off and no, you know, he didn't. Okay. He's just like, he, okay, he just, it's yeah, he put it up there and it's just like, okay, so because he keeps looking at the at this file and going, Okay, so um these women accused you of assault. And it was just like, Oh fuck. That mm-hmm. was a nice reveal right that there. That was yeah, that was a big twist for me. I'm like, he knows that I wrote in my notes, I was like, oh. He knows them all. That was the deputy uh, <laughs> sheriff too from uh, Sinister. Mm-hmm. And he was one who played the dad. And he was Eddie. I love him. The uncle in it Black Chapter Phone. Two. I love him. Yeah, and he was the was he really? Black Phone. Man, I no. was oblivious. I must have been tired last We're, night. I didn't pick up on Freddie Rodriguez. I didn't pick up on. It doesn't uh, look like de- Freddie Rodriguez. Deputy, deputy, so and so from Sinister. Deputy I feel like he was the. That's what his name is. That's fine. I know. That's what I said. <laughs> I feel like he was one of the best parts of the adult cast from the new It, it Chapter Two. Yeah, like, I feel like he made that so adult show. cast. What's mm-hmm. that guy's name in real life? What's the actor's name? Um, oh shit! I like him. To me, he's like a. He's like a. a he looks like Bruce Campbell's son to me. <laughs> I can see that. I don't know. He looks like a mini Bruce Campbell <laughs> without the chin. <laughs> what was his name? I don't know. Oh, uh, James Ransom. James yeah, that's it. Mm. Bobby. I had no idea. That was his name in the in the movie. That's right. Wait, so so you're saying that Gunther is Derrickson's, Derrickson's son? son in yeah. Real life. In real I thought life. he did great. Same yeah. here. And he looked pretty with that eyeliner and lipstick. He was. I, I thought it black. was a girl at first. I love a pretty and, goth boy. Oh, do uh, I love a pretty goth boy? <laughs> I thought it was a girl, and then he says, "Hi, Dad." Mm. <laughs> yep, that's how he sounded. Of course, he was a cop's son. Yeah. <laughs> he's rebel. He's rebelling, obviously. Yeah. But, it was oh. interesting that he wasn't the killer, though. I was like, "Nah, he's not the killer. He can't be the killer." Nah. And then I was no. like, "No, he's just dreaming it." So no, he's, he's trying, trying to, to do the right thing. Him. He's yeah. trying to yeah. help. Mm-hmm. I lo- I love that whole thing. I thought it was a great story, and I want to go hang out at a Hot Topic and try to pick up a boy like that. Yeah. <laughs> Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. Gunther. My name is Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. We had. I bought some chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Now's I think that's it. We dance. <laughs> so I think that's it, y'all. Right? I think we covered it all, right? 
Oh my God. We did yeah. the whole wraparound. I almost said reach around. We did the whole wraparound first thing. So Jacqueline, I've been wanting to say that the whole night. No, wait, there's didn't. the one that we, we skipped that one where the, uh, the guy gets the donut, um, from the devil. And then he, if he eats the donut, it's his soul. And then he happens to eat some of the donut. Yeah. He doesn't eat all the donut. No. It's a, it's a Simpsons reference, Jack. Uh, yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, but then yeah. I was second guessing one myself. Of the Treehouse of Horrors. Um, is he talking about? I will. I will say one thing real quick. I really love the little in between zombie commercial shots that kind of. Oh yeah. Twice. I what was are like, those oh, about? It was like a student film. It looked like right. It, it yeah. did. like a student film. It was Why so would that random. Be I know it was so random, but I was like, "Oh, I love this." Maybe we're supposed to be like something on public access, you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, because somebody... there were like kids, kids having a picnic, and then all of a sudden the zombies want to join. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of looked like a Night of the Living Dead a little bit, a little. Yeah, bit, but then that's it why when like this segment started after that, I thought this was doing like, "Oh, this this killing is like a fake thing. It's a school project. Like they're making these fake videos of these killings, uh, and then maybe yeah. someone's copycatting them or something. I don't know." It just yeah. it, you know. it kind of feels like something that just accidentally got re re recorded on the tape and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for like just a couple seconds. I don't know, but yeah, all the yeah. little flash, all the little flashes, I thought were were fun. Mm -hmm. but yeah, nice little um, details. So, are you guys ready to give your ratings? Mm -hmm. All right, let's do it. And then, I don't know, how would you guys feel about just saying what our like favorites and least favorites were? Mm -hmm. I have a feeling yeah. we're kind of on the same page on most of these, but I don't know. John, it's your pick. Yo. Yeah. Give us your uh, rating, good sir. Oh, uh, you got it. Um well I, I, I gotta say I, I don't have any problem problems with the acting in this movie. I thought it was fine. Uh, the gore was fine. I, and I, I want to say that that it was I'll reiterate what I said earlier is that it, it was subdued, but it was there. You know, and I, I again these VHS movies are formulaic because they go gory, but I think this one just it, it it was a little more subdued for me. Um, this is not a like like one of the best like for me. And and I'm with you. I I think one and two are great. I'm a little bigger of a fan of number two. Number one's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there there were some parts in that movie where I'm just like oh, I feel so uncomfortable. You know, especially the beginning of scene where they're ripping that girl's shirt off and stuff. Um, yeah. But but. You know, it's a franchise I don't get bored with. I, I know what to expect. Um, I don't hate it, but it's not one that I want to revisit a lot. Um, my least favorite, I think we're on the same page with this, is the uh, <clears throat> the iPhones, you know, the, the performance art. I, I, it was just so forced into this movie, and it wasn't necessary. Um, my favorite absolutely was the cop drama <laughs> it was that was so much fun it was it was visceral it just made me feel nauseous um you know it's like watching a very um you know shocking movie where you're just like oh i don't feel good watching this but it was it was good i mean it, it was and you know you felt the fear you felt felt everything about this um i'm gonna keep mine really short i know we have a guest and i want anna to get to hers so you guys have talked me up from this movie i'm gonna give this a uh 6.5 out of 10 my eyeballs are looking at you <laughs> even though that's my least favorite part of the movie but yeah 6.5 out of 10 
my eyeballs looking at you. <laughs> okay. 6.5 out of 10. Cool. Pelvic thrust. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anna. Laying down pelvic thrust. <laughs> what do you think? Wow. What do you think? Um, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Um, my favorite, like I said, I think everybody disagrees with me, though, is the total copy wraparound. I just think it was fun, and I wasn't expecting it, especially the ending. Uh, Dream Kills, close behind it. And, yeah, we're all in agreement on the worst one. Um, but I, I, these VHS, they keep bringing me back. Uh, like I said, there's at least one in, one or two segments out of every movie that I enjoy. It's not one that I'm going to put back on to rewatch, you know, unless I'm going on a podcast to talk about it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if they keep coming out with new ones every year, every two years, I'm going to watch them. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I love, like, John found footage. That's probably the the subgenre that can scare me the most. And it's really effective for me um, to get a scare. So, yeah, I'm going to keep coming back. This wasn't one of the worst ones, but it wasn't one of the better ones either. It was pretty, I guess, you know, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Six out of ten for Anna. Hydraberg. Uh, yeah. Um. So I think I think they did a good job making like a lot of the footage look dated. I thought we get like the white noise where you can hear it in some scenes, which I thought it wasn't overly done. It was done more in certain scenes than others, um, especially in the Rory segments. And I like the visuals for the most part. I think they all look pretty good um, in the film. Um, I've, I've seen some complaints about like, oh, there's too much of this fake scratchiness. I thought there was just I don't know. It worked for me. Um, to be honest, I never felt like, oh, I'm definitely watching footage from 85 either, though. You know what I mean? But I like I still appreciated that dated look on some of the footage. Mm -hmm. yeah. I thought the gore in this one was pretty good, too. Like, John, you said it was like a little understated in some scenes. But when it's there, it's there, um, mm -hmm. you know, and it looks good. It's it's wet, shiny. It's uh, they don't shy away from it. There's some really some scenes that just kind of play out like, oh, here's some gore, though. And I'm sort of like like the leg scene with the performance art one I was like, oh, it's it's, you know. It looks cool, but it's not like you're not really doing anything with it, though. You know what I mean? Like you're just trying to shock me for a moment there, but it's not really working in that moment. But it looked cool. Uh, but for the most part, the CGI and the practical effects blending together uh, on a budget worked pretty much pretty well for most of the scenes. I thought were pretty good. Um, I thought the stories were all varied enough. I like that. I like I do like that about these movies is like you get these four or five stories that are always like totally different, mostly from one another. Um there are similarities to this Mexican one, though, as I to agree. the Aztec game show one from the last fucking uh, one, right? You remember that? Have you guys seen the last one? The 99 yeah. one? I like I 99. Oh, no, it's I like didn't, Aztec I didn't game it. show thing. Oh, um, I don't know. And they go that. into this weird like tomb thing and it ends sort of weird, like kind of like the way we end this one a little bit. It's, I just thought about I knew it. it felt familiar. <laughs> I just couldn't remember which yeah. VHS it was from. Now that I'm thinking about it, it, it reminds me of it. This is better still, but it reminded me of that. Uh, yeah. The, but yeah, I like the acting too. Uh, you guys mentioned the acting. I thought it was pretty good. Like for the most part, all the, all the little parts, they all, nobody ever stood out like, oh, this guy sucks or he's dragging down the scene. Like everybody. Even the people I made fun of, like the mullet, you know, cousin or whatever. He was good at what he did, you know. He he mm -hmm. looked the part, he's great. Um, I do like that this is like a vehicle, like these movies are like a vehicle for like new writers and directors and and actors to kind of to like springboard from or test. Except their, for Scott you know. Derrickson, randomly. Well, yeah, some people like to come. <laughs> well, David Brocker, like yeah, they, they were like the original guys to kind of put this out there. So I feel like they like to come back to it and then yeah. 
yeah. Your little segments. It's got to be fun to just do like many things and not yeah. be responsible for an entire film. That's yeah. true. It's a you good know? stepping stone. Yeah, mm-hmm. to show mm-hmm. like what you can do with a small budget. And I think sometimes that's where the, the ones that really shine are those ones where you're like, oh, shit, this guy's going to go somewhere. Um, yeah, that's true. Like so, old Timo. Yeah, there's some <laughs> cons. Uh, it's overly long. It's just a little long. Uh, it's an yeah. hour and 51 minutes. It was too much. When I saw that runtime, I was like, what? <clears throat> I hit an hour and I was like, this is another 50 like minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like I was engaged, but still, I just was like, I, I don't know. This kind of film, I think, is better in short doses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for some reason, I always expect these movies to be like 95 minutes tops. Only. Like, Never yeah. go over that. Ever. Like, <laughs> ever. Don't. If you're thinking about going over 95 minutes, don't. Don't. <laughs> um, the story is just, they don't really do it for me, though. Like, all the, I don't know. There's like, obviously, there's ones that we like better. There's some I do. I do think that, I don't know. Now that we're talking about them, the Mexican one, I, I definitely, I, I like that one. A good bit especially based on what you filled in for like the history of it all like i think that's it speaks yeah. more there's more meaning to it too on the monster and like what what their his motive is and stuff like why he's so angry and what what's going to happen after with him. so i, I kind of like that mm-hmm. I, but without jacqueline to tell me that i wouldn't really maybe have known that um, yeah i wouldn't have, I wouldn't have well, either super clear actually, yeah but yeah it's but not. um I think that story stands out. But for me like i wasn't invested in too many of them the dream one was interesting definitely and the technology one was all right. I, I like the dream one as a premise for sure. I think that yeah. one would make one of the best short, like shorter films, um, in my opinion. But to be honest, like, I don't know this franchise. It's it's running its course for me a little bit. I'm getting a little tired of it. They're just pumping them out now that they're affiliated with Shudder. And now that they're putting like numbered. Oh, this one's 85. This one's 89. Remember 89? You remember 89, right? Well, we're going <laughs> to appeal to you because it was really different from 85. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, you know, we all. I kind of want to keep this thing in the VHS sort of error. Like it's called VHS. So how do you do that? You, I don't know. Yeah. But I think they should kind of put it on pause maybe and go back to basics or do change it from a film and start doing like a series, like a limited series, VHS, the series, like, like, or Black- like technology, like, like channel maybe zero. Start- yeah. Like channel zero. Channel zero was underrated. Or even like evolve the franchise. Like maybe it's not VHS anymore. Maybe it's DVD. I don't know. DVD. Like, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm stuck in the menu. They're watching the menu thing go like this on the DVD, the DVD sign. Well, Is it going to hit all they, four corners? They tried that with viral, and it yeah, was a fail. Oh, oh, I never watched it because it was also viral, like so I never watched it. They didn't even really try, I feel like, with that one. Viral is probably the worst, yeah. It is the worst one. So That's why it's I've tough. Yeah, it. viral is still the worst one. But all right. So with, this, with that, all that said, I, I mean, I didn't really... I don't know. I'm. I get you. What you guys are saying, like these are fun to come back to, and sort of like, like you said, Anna. Like I'm still, even if I didn't enjoy this one that much, I'm gonna check out the next one. Right. You know what I mean? Because I do love these little short stories, and there's always mm-hmm. a banger or two in there. So I feel like it's worth that. But don't don't give me another two hour one, man. Go back to yeah. an hour and a half. Agreed. Respect Agreed. my time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So with that said, I'm gonna give VHS 85. I'm gonna give it a 5.5 out of. I knew pack. it. I yeah, love predicting 5. your scores. <laughs> 5.5 out of 10. Uh, what are we giving this thing? Uh, looky, looky Lou eyeballs. What are they? Look Whatever. at me. <laughs> Whatever. Look at me eyeballs. iPhones. What are they? Oh, was iPhones. it iPhones? Oh, no, I just it's not said iPhones. That. No, no. He said um, eyeballs looking at me. I'm definitely yeah. putting looky Lou eyeballs. Hold on. I didn't have I didn't have the sheet open, so I didn't see exactly what it was. I didn't catch what wow, it was. Wow. Autocorrect does not like me typing looky Lou eyeball. 
Looky loo eyeballs. Sorry, I'm having fun. <laughs> oh, my eyeballs fun. are looking at you. That's what. <laughs> oh, were you guys fans of um, the Shutter release from last year, Deadstream? Yes, I haven't seen Jacqueline it. Hasn't seen it. I loved it. That was one that it made me jump, and then in the same oh. breath, I'm laugh. laughing my ass yeah. off. Yeah. And so Joseph Winter, the guy who wrote and directed Deadstream, did a segment in VHS 99, and I've it was one of my favorites from it. I thought it was great. Which one is his? Is it the hell one? Yeah. Yeah. John, yeah, I saw that you put it on the schedule for June, Dead but that's street. when I'm going to be in Mexico, so I won't. Do you want me to wait? I, no, I can no, move no, that no, back no, and we can get. No, no, on. no. There's always like plenty of good stuff. I, you, you know, just I'm, just, I'm going to have to miss something. I, like I don't want you to put a shitty movie on there just so I don't have to Sh miss something. Jacqueline, good. we'll wait. So no, we'll no, take no, a no. two-week vacation with you, and we'll put the yeah. show on. We'll get some extra. There content you go. A cut above on the road. Yeah, I'm here for it. In Mexico. Mm -hmm. mm. You're gonna need us while you're you're going through all those caves and stuff and battling all those ancient god I death know. And shit. I yeah. know. I'm gonna. Well, you don't want to come down there with me. What if I get possessed and rip your heart out? True. Oh, gosh. I'm a great. Maybe he wouldn't possess me there. since I'm. Anna, would you like to host another <laughs> podcast just in case I? Just in case I get possessed. Jacqueline's gonna come back possessed like Sigourney Weaver from Ghostbusters. And wearing PJs. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I quit. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to a cut above horror review. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Billy. I'm possessed. <laughs> I got the spirit. That's oh a hunk of hunk of butter love. Hey, perfect. That that was perfect. You guys are that time of year. <laughs> you guys stop. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm canceling my Mexican trip now. Oh lordy. Jacqueline, how'd you feel about VHS eighty five? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what are we talking about? Um, <laughs> um how did I feel about VHS eighty five? I, I I enjoyed it for the most part. To me, like really the you know when i started out saying that my least favorite segment was the wraparound at that point i was saying like it wasn't bad it was just like kind of my least favorite but it was still pretty good i thought it just wasn't particularly like unique or memorable for me but then i would say that i do actually feel negatively about the techno god one just not my favorite um it just like there was some cool potential in there but the the payoff just didn't work for me. It didn't feel 80s to me, except for when she was in her little VR world. Mm. The the god thing that she conjured looked silly. I don't know. It just it felt cringy. It just didn't really it didn't work for me, um, except for, like I said, the concept of like the audience not knowing the line between like performance and reality. Um, I really loved the dream segment and I really loved the Aztec segment. To me, those are like the clear winners, um, particularly the dream. Like to me, the dream one is just like miles ahead of the other ones, to be honest, in my, in my book. Um, but other other than the techno one, I feel like it's an enjoyable watch. And, you know, in Fucks or Sucks, I started out by saying it's not a repeat. But I would I think I would watch this again just for those two segments. Like to me, those are real standouts. Mm. Um, I might even just like fast forward to those parts and like skip the rest. Um, but I think it's a, a relatively consistent watch. Like there's, you know, there, there's very few dips below the positive line. Um, for me, I would recommend this to others. I think it's, it's strengths are particularly strong, you know, mm -hmm. like all of these anthology films have their strengths and weaknesses. Um, 
but the ratio is always different, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I can't think of a single anthology film that is like, oh, hundred percent A plus, consistent all the way through, perfect, no notes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always like a varying degree of like the the positive to negative ratio in terms of the like quality of the segments. But I think this one has like a pretty high ratio of positive to negative. So I, I don't know. I, I like it. I'm going to give it a seven out of 10 peeper looky balls. That thing. <laughs> <laughs> peeper looky balls. That's what I'm changing mine to. Mine's a peeper 6.5 out of 10 peeper looking balls. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to make a melange of everybody's. Oh, if you will. If you will. What do you think Rob Zombie thinks about this film? <laughs> I knew somebody was going to uh, do that. <laughs> that's his that. next movie, Melange. Mm. Uh-huh. What did I say? Melange to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By Rob Zombie. There you go. You got the trifecta. <laughs> what did I say? Peeper looky loo balls? Balls. Yeah. balls. Uh, balls. Peeper looky loo balls. Put them in balls. your mouth and suck them and suck them. Would you like to take it? I'm going to let that hang in the air balls? for a second. <laughs> I'm going to dip my balls in it. Oh my God. Would you guys like to hear some trivia? Sure. Yes. After There's that, absolutely. <laughs> There's very, very little. Wow. And I think I might have closed that tab. And that was it's all about. It's all, it's all about <laughs> Scott Derrickson. Um, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, here I got it. I got it. By the way, next week's guest, Rob Zombie. <laughs> They're gonna say Alex Damn. Trebek back from the y'all grave. are moving on up. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he just suddenly us. came on our show. We, it's us. a, it's more like a lateral move, and I think uh, I think you're up there with Rob Zombie. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate. No, you're that. better than Rob Zombie. <sighs> Well, I didn't want to say that just in case he ever comes on the show. You know, <laughs> yeah. he is listening, right, Rob? Yep, he's Absolutely. listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There All is. right. There's only like six facts on the trivia on IMDb, and uh, four of them we already mentioned. So I'll just read you the other two. How's that? Okay. Perfect. All right. In the Techno God segment, there's like a title card or something at the beginning. It's like presents the final performance. Blah blah blah, and it says Ada Lovelace presents. So that's I guess that's the performer's name. So that character name is a reference to Augusta Ada King, Countess of Lovelace. Her interaction with Charles Babbage in 1843 led her to write an article and a set of notes explaining Babbage's analytical engine, a general purpose computer, 1843. In these notes, she described a method for calculating a a sequence of Bernoulli numbers. This set of instructions for the general purpose computer earned her the title, the first computer programmer. Wow, hmm. that's pretty cool. I have no that idea what you just segment. said. <laughs> that voice was hilarious. Dude, Please that was total that Jim your... Carrey when he's well, like That was Vera DeMilo right there. Yeah, the you lady on steroids. You melted my breath. You die like the rest. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> from Living Color. Oh, yeah. That was a good voice, John. I enjoyed that. I don't know that Thank character. Thank you very much. <laughs> Put that voice in your repertoire. Mm. John's got the the other trivia fact I have is in one scene, classic footage of the band Guar can be seen for a few seconds. Yeah, I noticed that. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the it's helmet. like the yeah. chopping guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. I didn't think it was Guar. I was like, oh, that's very Guar-esque, though, when I saw it, you know? What scene was it? It was like, it was like I think it was a scene where it kind of clipped in between something. It like came on. Yeah, like a commercial type thing. Oh, yeah, like, you know, like, like, yeah, there's like yeah. There's cut-ins to whatever TV it's 
just tapes being taped over or something or whatever. Got yeah. it. Cool. Well, guys, we covered VHS 85. Yeah. I had to think for a minute which one it was. Yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> yeah. One of them. Like 92, 75. Uh, yeah. 2026. VHS 69. Yep. I mean, I, I that Derrickson uh, one too in the hallway when he starts blowing people away with a shotgun. I got hobo with a shotgun vibes for sure with all the like <laughs> the just grotesque like violence. Yeah, that one that one was haunting. That one yeah. like kind of mm-hmm. fucked with me. Mm-hmm. It was scary. And the kid kills the the dad too. We didn't even touch on that. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he takes dad out. Yeah. Because he's a kid was a hero. Yeah. He was a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can always count on the goth kid. Hmm. Facts. That's how I live. That's that's my motto. <laughs> I'm not anyway. gonna say a word. <laughs> anyway, next week we are your pick. Be- it's my pick. Yes, it's my first time choosing oh, a, a movie a pick in two months. In oh, over two God. months, I haven't had a pick. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm sort of continuing a little uh, annual tradition for myself here. Next week, um, two years ago, I picked the original Black Christmas, which I think might have been my first 10 out of 10 on this show. Mm. Yeah, we had Michael from Horror Apocalypse, huh? Yeah, and he didn't love it, which I no. don't understand. Uh, last year, we did Black Xmas. We did. With those uh, those uh, crispy skin cookies. Yep. I don't love that movie. I love that episode. Mm-hmm. Same. Same. Yes. So this year, we're going to do Black Christmas from 2019, which I have not seen. I so, seen it either. Yeah, I had seen Looking the other two it. before picking it. But um, yeah, so make sure you watch the 2019 one. It is on Netflix, so that's easy to find. So and we're watching the woke one, huh? That's oh, God. The, I, I guess. That's the conversation I don't know. for next week. I guess we'll talk we about are, that then. We are supposed to have a special guest. Are we? Oh, yeah. I hadn't looked that far ahead. Hold, hold it's on. okay. As far as I know. Oh, yeah. She- Nicole, She's She's ready to go. yeah. Wow, I need I'm some sleep because I just talked to her about it earlier this oh, evening. So I forgot. It I'm not positive. We gotta check whatever. Two this hours. Might no, almost I, be I... her tenth appearance on our show. Oh, I haven't counted. I haven't counted. But yeah, I just verified with her like two hours ago. I I need some sleep. Oh, okay. But yeah, Nicole will be back. It's been a while since we've had Nicole around. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of the other words of that song, but. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll be welcoming her back um, and we'll be talking about Black Christmas, not Black Xmas and not Black Christmas 1974, mm. Black Christmas 2019. So I'm excited to see how this fits in in terms of quality with the other two. I'm sure it's it's tops. Oh, I'm sure it's the <laughs> yep. best one out of the bunch. I, I'm looking forward to watching the very best you Black Christmas better than movie a 10 out of ever. 10. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to. I, this one goes up to eleven. That's nice poll. Nice mm. poll. Mm. So uh yeah, you guys watch Black Christmas 2019 on Netflix and oh, shall we touch on the email that we received? Oh week? yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. I told him I was gonna read it too. Yeah. You're, I should have had it pulled up. We I have it pulled We're up. We're pros here. I don't yeah. know what uh you're talking about. Uh, Anna, did you here. send us an email? No, this is actually from Matt Simpson. This is from Matt, Bridge Troll Matt. Fan of the um, show. He was on our um Life Life Force episode. Life Force. Yep. Oh, yeah. He would and we confirmed he would in fact fuck, fuck a space, space vampire. vampire. Yeah. Yep. Um yeah, so he wrote into us. Uh hello crew. Happy holidays, you filthy animals. I got two <laughs> things. One, I really love how you come up with creative units of measurement for your rating system every episode. 
All three of you have a particular sense of humor, different but complementary to one another. I think it would be fun if you came up with, if all of you came up with your own measurements before the show and surprise each other with them during reviews. A little something for the audience or your co-hosts to look forward to. So we sort of do that when we pick. You know, we allow the guy who's hosting to pick the the meter. But maybe we do an episode where all three of us pick our own and then sort of yeah. like throw them out there. Like, you want to do that next week? week? Yeah, we can kind of do that. Let's and then, that like, who week. knows? Maybe we'll end up picking the same one, same scene. Yeah, or something. yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, we could do yeah, that, Matt. Let's do it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so he said that would just be a little something to look forward to. Uh, second part of his email, as per your video drum question, he says, my dildos wear wool socks and a fur coat because <laughs> few people like a cold dildo. I mean, he's right. He's got a point. Yeah. Uh, he argue. says, for me and all the other cutters, because that's what our fans are supposed to be called, cutters, apparently. Matt. I like how yeah. he's coined this term for yes. himself and our, mm-hmm. our fan okay, base. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I don't know how comfortable I am with that, but I actually love the idea. It's just yeah, yeah. A little emo. It sounds um, unwoke. But uh, unwoke? No, it doesn't sound unwoke. It sounds like maybe you need a hug and maybe some counseling. Yeah, don't cut yourself. Prozac. But um, no, because we cut the competition, John. That's what we do. <laughs> Are we? Do we and sell used cars? Prices. We're cutting <laughs> prices, John. Everything must go. <laughs> Are we selling secondhand furniture? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what we're selling, but I know that we're cutting prices. That's awesome, John. This is my. This is my. This is actually my my uh, headphone holder. Oh, Uh, cool! It's like a robotic hand made out of wood, like shaved out of wood. That's pretty cool. It's wood. That's That's awesome. It's yeah, it's articulate. (laughs) Oh, you're giving me the number one sign. You are number one. Continue reading. I'm sorry, Matt. Matt. Get back to Matt. Love you, man. Yeah, get but back yeah, to no, Matt. he just says, from me and all the cutters, I can't wait for all the great episodes in 2024. Oh, so thanks, thanks, Matt. Matt. Uh, we love you. And we're going to have Anna on like so many more times. Right, Anna? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Just sound the horn and I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get when we get uh, Hannah and um, uh, Hunter on again, too, for another. Yeah. Uh, we do get another like uh, collabo. That was a fun time. Slab and yeah. Real quick question, Anna. I don't think you guys have ever explained why Hannah and Hunter do not curse. Did are they anti-cursing or something? Um, their mom's really religious and would and doesn't approve of that. Because you're the potty mouth on the show. You gotta respect your mama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I've just you have to know what I've been through in my life to understand why I am the way I am now. Mm. And it's just for me, like, that's just who I am. I cuss, yeah. you know, yeah, and true. everyone in my life has accepted it at this point. So I'm just, my main goal is to just be myself and I cuss. That's who I am. <laughs> so go I'm listen to cinema slap, by the way. Yeah, Fantastic so show. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Thank you. It is, it is fucking, fucking awesome. <laughs> I do think I got to give compliments to Hannah and uh, Hunter, though. They're really good at skirting around the cuss words and using other variations of words like, oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're, man, mm-hmm. good work. I, I know what you meant to say. Mm-hmm. I'll say it for you. <laughs> well, Anna, it was thank funny you. when you. Yeah, it was oh, so God. funny when they came on. <laughs> it it <laughs> freaks. Yeah. It, it yeah, freaks her. Tweaks? I don't know. I don't know what it was, but (laughs) freaks or stinks or something. Something like that. All right. Well, thank you again, Anna, so much for coming back. It was so much fun having you uh, on to talk about VHS 85, and we look forward to having you on many more times in the future, as John said. Uh, In the meantime, 
everybody go watch Black Christmas 2019. And if you want to share your thoughts about uh, which segment you like best in 1980, in 1985, VHS 85, you can email us at a cut above horror review at gmail.com. You can also follow us on X at cut above horror. Yeah. And guys, the dildo thing is still open too. If you want to post, please tell us how you dress your dildos. Yep. (laughs) Um, But if you want to contact us on Instagram, you can catch us at a cut above one word dot horror underscore review. If you ever want to hear a song called 1985, Bowling for Soup has a fantastic song dun, out there. Dun. Go check us oh, out I on love Facebook. That song. Man, <laughs> Bowling for Soup rocks still. <laughs> yeah, True do. that. Uh, cut above, colon, horror review on Facebook. Make sure you give Cinema Slab those five-star ratings on iTunes and Spotify. Also a cut above, horror review. Give us those five-star ratings. It really helps people find those shows. And, uh, and again, I want to echo what my co-hosts have said here. We're going to have you back on. We love having you on Thank and you. cannot wait to hear the next episode from you. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Oh, I cannot wait for that Shining the new series episode. Mm. I'm excited too. I'm excited for Shining it. review. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> you clever fellow. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I will see you fellas back here next week for Black Christmas 2019. And keep it creepy. <laughs> <laughs>